This is the self-made Savage Cash Flow Ken Broway. And this is MBK Murder by Kicks, Matt Travis. And you're listening to the best podcast around the General Mission Podcast. Nice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We're back. With me, I, as always, I am Avenging Ben, and with me, as always, Paul Milk Mike. And joining us via satellite is my good friend, friend of the show, and the third man of the GAWP crew. It's Matt the Daddy Koffler. What's up, sir? Hey, guys. As you, look who's back. Hopefully we'll have you on for longer this time and you won't get maliciously attacked like you were last time. Yeah, nobody remembers that, so. <laughs> Shit. Like, I can't keep track. <laughs> I, when did, I remember when our lives used to be a lot less episodic. Why is it the minute we start a wrestling podcast, a bunch of weird bullshit starts happening to us? Well, it's a thing called life. Yes. And it you know, sucks. Yeah, it does. But let, but as people know, we were off last week for Turkey Day, Thanksgiving. So, uh, Mike, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Had the family over. Had played with my cousins. What else? Nothing really. Oh yeah, and I got fucked by a horse. So. Of course you did. Yeah. My so, butt still hurts. So a pretty uneventful Thanksgiving, all things considered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt, how was your Thanksgiving? It was decent. I still have a bunch of ambulances outside. I think they did another 9-11 or something. There's a lot of cops. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Like> that. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. It happens. Regardless. So we're talking about a lot of different stuff this week, and first of all, we're going to kick it off by talking about Future Is Now Wrestling. We're back, baby! Yep. So we were all in attendance for Future Is Now Wrestling. Over, it was the is a brand new promotion from the ashes of ICW Rises. Future Is Now Wrestling. Uh, me, Matt, and Mike were in attendance for the show, among others. And overall, for a first-time indie show, I thought it was really damn good. It totally kicked ass. Really did. Matt, what did you think? Our first show went really well. Like, overall, overall, like, any problems that the show had, I think, just were the typical indie show problems. Just, like, maybe it ran a little too long in some places, maybe, like, other things like that. But other than that, I felt it came out like a pretty damn good show. Pretty much. Like, yeah. for a first-time promotion, like, first shows are always the most difficult part of anything. Like, the first step is the, always the most awkward. But for the first time, I felt like they really put their best foot forward. Like, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein versus Rude Boy Riley was an amazing match. of the match, night. Match of the night. And, of course, we had the Friends of Tom. Still don't know who Tom is, but versus... Yeah, still versus, confused about that whole thing. <laughs> Versus uh, the Super Savages with the legendary Doritos spot. Yeah, and I have that on video, and I'll be posting that soon on the General Mission Wrestling podcast page. Of course. That was the moment where, Matt, that was the moment where you officially gave up. You were kind of brave. <laughs> at, at that point. Hands up that in was, the air. Fuck that, was, 
That was the moment you officially said, fuck it. No, you enjoyed this show, but you pretty much slumped over in your seat. Like, I give up on trying to make sense out of this. During the, the, the tag team? Yeah, like they poured yeah. Doritos out and they used them like... Like uh, thumbtacks? Like thumbtacks. Jesus. That was the moment you were officially like, I'm fucking done with this shit. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it was over. It was a really good show. Like, honestly, like, what do you think overall of the Elks Lodge as a venue? Because, like, it has its, like, it really all depends on who's performing there for me. It's a cozy place. Yeah, I've gotten used to it now, but I would love if the old Elks Lodge next door would reopen. I've never been there. Is it is it actively better? Is it more spacious? Or? Well, well, it hasn't been used since the ECW days, the old ECW days. Wow! So it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, and we have good friends of the show. Like Henry used to go there when he was a kid, and he used to see Rob Van Dam and Sabu and Paul Heyman in the parking lot smoking a joint. So. Oh my God! That's yeah. Cool. Did you and he, see? And that? He said he was like twelve years old too, and that's and that was like the first thing he saw. Now that's how you make childhood memories, going to classic ECW. Yeah. Oh, my God. Classic. So, like, all in all, like, I think we're all in agreement as far as Futures Now is concerned that Maxwell Jacob Feinstein and Rude Boy Riley stole the show, right? Yeah, and the future is definitely now. Oh, my God, it is. Like, this match is available right now on the YouTubes, and if you can go find it, watch it, because it is. It's a damn good match. Yeah, and I was impressed with other people too, like Matt Tremont, Sebastian Cage, Ken Broadway, Evan- Evander James. Everybody like was a top notch that night. Like I'm, you know, who impresses me every damn time I see him, and I'm just amazed because like I don't want to, I don't want to oversell this. Like, he, how old is Grim Reefer? Uh, probably like mid thirties. I'm being generous. Because I'm just like Small that dude. He crushes it every single fucking time, man. And he's that dude is just a grizzled-looking fucking badass. I'm just thinking, give that dude a Punisher T-shirt, and you're, you you got Frank Castle right there. Smoke weed yeah, every day. He he looks old, but he can move. Which Fuck, fucker can yeah. move, man. He crushes it every single time I see him. Yeah, he he had a good performance, but um, the Maxwell Jacob Fine scene and Rude Boy Rally match that was. From top to bottom, best match. Um, the Man of Steel, Mike Verner, had a good match with Azriel. Papadon once again roasted me. In a... Oh, my God. You were <laughs> silent for the rest. I don't want to hear shit about me getting roasted by Darius Carter on Twitter anymore after you got viciously slayed by Papadon. Okay. Okay. So let me tell you what happened. Every time. Oh, Papadon, is that you? <laughs> well, at the shows that he's there, I tend to chant "Where's my gyro?" at him because his gimmick is that he's the Greek god, which I don't understand it. But I always chant "Where's my gyro?" and for the past couple of shows, he's been telling me to, and I quote, "Sit my ass down and eat a Caesar salad." <laughs> but, but this show, he gave me an answer of where my gyro is. So I asked him, where's my gyro? And he said, in your mom's pussy. Oh, my God. At that point, I sat down. One tear was shed. And I shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Matt, you were there for this. You can attest to how destroyed he looked, right? Who? Who was destroyed? Mike was. Oh, when that? Yeah. 
That was uh-huh. a, and you said it would happen too. So, oh, and and the best part was, during intermission, I went up to his table, and he looked at me. He goes, "So did you find it?" And I was like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> oh sweet! And then I proceeded to buy his T-shirt. So shout out to Papa Don. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Papa Don. For gloriously roasting me, for gloriously roasting Mike at this. Uh, so my mortal enemy is Papa Don. Yours is Darius Carter, who had a he had, a, decent, he had a good match with Sunny Kiss. Oh, it was a it was a good match. Sunny Kiss was selling those submission movements like death, man. He was screaming like crazy during those, and it looked fucking painful. Yeah, and I hate to say it, but the weakest match, in my opinion, compared to like, the rest of the card. It had to be the opener. Sad, honestly, I believe like the opening match was Anthony Gangone versus uh, Bull James for the House of Glory Championship. And these two, great workers, always do a good job. Just that everything was rushed. It was, it was, it was rushed. This match could have been an easy 15-minute <clears throat> match. It was about nine minutes. And it was just like you blinked and you missed it. Because I believe the two of those, the, those two gentlemen had other obligations that night at a different indie fed. So I guess they had to wrap this up and get moving somewhere else because I think they had to drive all the way out to Long Island, I think, and that is at least a that's a sizable drive with trying to beat New York traffic at that time of night, so I can understand why they had to rush it, but it was a shame. That could have been a lot better than it was. Yeah, and the crowd wasn't reacting at all. It, it, granted, it was the first match and everybody was starting to just get in, get comfortable, but there was one fan. Oh, God. I'm gonna one let, fan! One who just fan. sat there by the entranceway and I shit you not, he was drunk on Coca-Cola. <laughs> and I believe, if anything, this is where Matt comes in. Because, funny enough, I did not remember this guy. I'd only met him the once at one of these shows. But Matt here knows our friend a lot more than either of us do. Because he's met him outside of the wrestling shows. Matt, give. are we allowed to mention him by name? Well, hold on. If you want to know who we're talking about, he's on the General Mission Wrestling page. So, and like, it's the video where it's like, when, when, the, when the drugs start to kick in, that's the guy we're talking about. Overall, he's a really, he's a really fun, nice dude when you get him in a real conversation, but he was, he was going ballistic at this thing. His name's, his name's Mark, and he's, he's a nice dude, but he was, what shout out to Mark. What are you talking about? His name's Mark. His name's Dave Zubin. Get your head out of your ass. Dave Zubin. Right. I, my apologies. His name's dude Dave Zubin. Dave Zubin. Where the fuck? I thought you were trying to cover his name up. I thought you... He doesn't get to cover up his name. He was screaming at the top of his lungs. He doesn't get to remain anonymous. <laughs> well, so how do you know? How do you know Mr. Dave Zubin from outside of these shows? He, he, remember what? There was this guy, Adam Myers, who got stuck on the Coney Island Cyclone. And uh, he got stuck on it with Mr. Dave Zubin, and they're part of the, the Cyclone 7, as they call themselves. They, they got, I, I remember this, they got, shout out, to, shout out to our buddy Adam, if he listens to this. Let me give that a big oofa. Oofa, Jesus Christ. And like, I remember, funny enough, it only just dawned on me a few nights ago where I know Mr. Zubin from, because I remember we... If any, me, me and Matt, outside of this show, run a little operation called City Squared. It's a, it's a YouTube show we do. And we, back over last summer, I believe, this previous summer. Was it this summer or the one before it, Matt? What was it? When the- we, we, we were trying to meet with uh, Adam and Dave for the, uh, for the, um, for the Coney Island uh, first day of the cyclone. Oh, that was back in March. 
that was way back in March, and like you yeah, were that, there. That yeah, I was there, and I and we met Mr. Zubin there, and he told us, "Oh, I'm actually a wrestling referee," and I was like, "Oh, what promotions? <laughs> what a referee he is!" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! But to the point, it's like, oh, that's really cool. I started asking greatest about greatest referee stuff. in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah, well, like, trust me, if you we haven't, we love you, seen the, David. We love you. No we love you. Me. Trust me, dude. What the? What the fuck, indeed? Yeah, watch the clip. It's amazing. We'll tag it. But regardless, but we met. Where's the clip on the heel turn page? It's on the heel turn page if you find it. <laughs> he actually gave us a legitimate reason for why he was counting the pins as weird as he was. Like the ring. Oh my god! Like the like the wood on the ring was uneven, and that's why I was doing it. But I still have some. I still have some doubts about that, but regardless, like, but yeah, that, that's the funniest thing to come out of Futures Now Wrestling. This dude going fucking batshit bonkers at ringside. Like, Matt, you've been to indie shows before. Have you ever seen a fan like that before? I've never seen a fan booed like that, I'll say that much. <laughs> oh my god, never. Like, and you, you've been going, you went to like FTW shows where people got really nuts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've seen some crazy... Fans, but I've never seen a fan so you <coughs> green guy. Oh my god, fuck the fucking green dude. Jesus Christ. But Funny also, story. Public yeah. service announcement to anybody going to an indie show in the future. Uh, it's okay to wear a costume. We're not gonna. Nobody's gonna stop you. It's okay yeah. to have fun. Do a silly voice. It's your, your right to do. Plug your plug your podcast if you have one. We do it too. But you know what you shouldn't do screaming at people during the matches when there's actually someone trying to cut a promo. Plug your shit during the match. That's always rude. And for the love of God, when people tell you to shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Do as you're told. There was this buddy of mine. Like I was sitting next to him at the show, and me and him equally were just telling this dude, "Dude, the show's not about you. Sit down. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> like, listen, I, I am not trying to tell everybody. Like, oh, hang on, our DJ has a clip. Okay. So we have one. It's home of Mike here, but I'm with a special guest. What's up? Little controversy with him, but mm -hmm. that's not the point of this live stream. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Drunk on you doing, Mike? Say hi, David. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Shout out to CM Punk Kid. <laughs> shout, shout out to CM Punk Kid. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, thanks for getting, being a good sport every time. But, dude, but yeah. you have to imagine. It's like me, Ben, and like a whole group of people were on one side of the place. It was like uh, Stella, um, Nova, Destiny, a whole bunch of people with us. And we were just having CM so Punk much Kid. fucking having so much fucking fun. Oh my god, like this to, was... To quote from Sebastian Cage, we were fucking lit. Lit. Oh yeah, and it was a lot of fun. Matt, you had a great time, right? Yeah. It's like amazing. Like, you told me like, oh my god, we know that dude. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we do? And I was like, yeah, don't you remember? And I was like, you had to remind me of where we knew him from. It was crazy. Yeah, and, but, I, yeah. and I wonder why our DJ played the clip of my live stream. I wonder why. <laughs> he, he likes messing with us. But yeah, that was our experiences with Futures Now Wrestling. We've been plugging it for a few weeks, and it did not disappoint. Well, we two thumbs up. Two, two thumbs, thumbs up. up from us here at the GAWP. Once there's another show, once there's another show in the works, we'll be happy to announce it. But for the time being, 
Uh, check out their Facebook page. Check out the Future Is Now YouTube page, and you can go check out the Rude Boy Riley Maxwell Jacob Feinstein match, which was gold. Excellent. Excellent. So we're gonna we're catching up on a lot of news this week because, as we said earlier, we were off for Thanksgiving. But I think while, while it's, it's still kind of fresh in our minds, we're still we're kind of a week behind on this. But I think it's fair to yeah. get thoughts on not Survivor Series as a whole because I can barely remember the show honestly. But mm. we're gonna talk about Brock and Goldberg really quick. And this, by the way, just so for people know, the people that are listening, after the pay-per-view went off the air, the five of us, it was me, Ben, Matt, our DJ, and even Ray Ramundo joined in, and all of us shared our thoughts, and the one person that was pissed off the fucking most was Ben. And could Ben please explain? Okay. We were... I was balancing a lot of things that night. I was doing a little homework, and I was sort of just putting on Survivor Series' white noise. The only times I was really paying attention to was during the big five-on-five elimination match, which was really good, and the Brock Goldberg match. And you know what? For all the bashing I did for the past few weeks about this match, you know what? When Brock was making his entrance, when Goldberg was making his entrance, I will admit, I was getting a little bit hyped because you know what? It's two big dudes about to beat the shit out of each other. And I was like, even if this bombs, this will still be interesting to talk about. Like, they say their name, they announce the two of them, the match begins, and a minute and 25 seconds later, Brock Lesnar is flat on his ass, and Goldberg has beaten him. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. Fucking run away. The end is nigh. Okay, a couple of fucking things. First, a couple, a couple. A couple. There's a list. There's a list. You just made the fucking list. Jesus Christ. Okay, before I get into this, like, I can understand why people like this. If you're a Goldberg fan, you're automatically gonna love this. Yes. You're. This is. This was made for you. Yes. But oh my God, they spent two months video game commercials, tie-ins, ads. Interviews, ESPN appearances, Sports Center hyping this match. And it was a minute and 30 seconds long. Shut Benny. that shit off! <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Have to- <laughs> I'm the one that Finish says that. Yeah, you know, fuck it. I don't have the picture of this. You know what? Fuck it. Pulling off the lid. I'm pissed about this. This was fucking bullshit. Okay, if you like this, I understand. You're either a Goldberg fan or you see something I don't. But Jesus Christ. They built this shit up for two goddamn months, and we got zilch nubbin. Who does this help? It doesn't help Goldberg. He's going to be gone after WrestleMania, probably. It doesn't help Brock yeah. Lesnar, who they've been building up as a fucking beast. The beast for two years now. And now if he loses again, whatever. You got beaten in a minute and 30, sec- minute and 30 seconds by a guy. Dude, shut the fuck up. Nearly yeah, be- yeah, enough with the song. Let's, let's try to be serious. Shit. Oh, my God. This was... I okay. can't... Like, what... Oh, Matt, okay. Matt, what do you think of this? Because I know you... You like Brock Lesnar about as much as I do. But I know that you have as little amount of interest in Goldberg as I do. But you... As a wrestling fan who saw the advertisements, what did you think of this decision to job out Lesnar in a minute 30 seconds? Do you think it provides story opportunities going forward? Do you feel it kills Lesnar dead? Do you feel this opens up opportunities? What do you think? It doesn't really do anything, but you know, it was fun. It was, like, it was wacky. 
Like liar, you liar. are a liar. Honestly, like, did did you find this more entertaining than an actual match? Um, it's probably more memorable than their actual match would have been. Been better than most New Day segments this year. <laughs> that much. Probably it was funnier. I'll give you that. <laughs> It was it was high comedy. It, holy shit, this was high comedy. Okay, I was honestly, despite my rage, my rage reaction, I was laughing so goddamn hard after this match. Lord have mercy, this because, was because Ben. Do you want to know why you were laughing so hard? Because I was far off as possible with my prediction. Smoke weed every day. Neither no. that, but you and me were having fun on Twitter because there was a hashtag going going around. Hashtag oh, things longer than Brock versus Goldberg. Shall we list and, off some of the things we tweeted out? Me and Mike were having a fucking field day with this hashtag going out. You, me and Mike don't usually indulge with the whole hashtag thing, but this was... This was this. needed. Just so you know, the pay-per-view ended at 10.30, so for a half hour, this is what we were doing. This was, this, this was so much epic. All right, so I'll start off because we, I'll, I'll start off what I did, and then Ben will will talk about the tweets he did. I'm looking for the ones I put out. I'm to go back. It, it, yeah, so I'm gonna, start I'm gonna do my thing. Okay. So, first one I did was hashtag things longer than Brock versus Goldberg, WWE's version of ECW. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I found one of I did uh, things longer than Brock. What things longer than Brock v Goldberg? Uh, what was it? Oh, Darren Young's push main roster push. Oh, that's funny. Hashtag things longer than Brock versus Goldberg. David Arquette's world title run. <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Man, I uh, think you had another one, didn't you? Oh, hang on. Okay, I, I found him. I found him right here. Hang on. What did I tweet out? Okay. Oh, I got. It. Here, here's my my laundry list of ones that I wrote. Uh, how long? The thing's longer than Brock versus Goldberg. The shit I took this morning. <laughs> and then this one. The, this one was my best one, in my opinion. Hashtag things longer than Brock versus Goldberg. Grimm's wife smashing his toys. <laughs> shout out to Grimm's toy show. Here's another and one. And doll cat. Doll cat. The doll cat. Uh, shout out. Oh, okay, okay, this one's good. Things longer than Brock v. Goldberg. Billy Corrigan's creative control of TNA wrestling. <laughs> oh, no. Here's another good one. Here's a good one. Things longer than Brock v. Goldberg. The Vaudevillain's main roster push. I got another one. I got another one. Hashtag things longer than Brock v. Goldberg. The heel turn wrestling podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we shooting tonight, motherfucker. We shoot. Oh, shit. Matt, do you have one? You have off one the top, off, off the top of your head. Um, Rey Mysterio's WWE Championship reign. <laughs> Damn, that's a good one. That did last longer. Right on, bro. Oh, uh, somebody in the... Zach, Zach Ryder's Icy Rain. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Icy and U.S. combined. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, as you can see, this was more entertaining than the match. Yeah, so let me give my opinion on this whole Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. 
going into it, I was hyped, honestly, because of the promos that were going back and forth. Goldberg impressed me so much with the promos, and Brock was his typical self. And then when the match started, Brock lifted him up into the corner, and then Goldberg gave him the mightiest shove of all, and then a spear, and then another, and then he picks him up for the jackhammer, which was impressive. He hits it. One, two, three. Now, I didn't, I didn't want to post anything on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or nothing because I wanted to see what other people were saying. I listened to the regular season sportscast with Jay Santee, and I understand his opinion. I, I understand with the wrestling soups. I understand with Don, Tony, and Kevin Castle. Solid Monster Sounds Off. All the shows that I listen to. Most of them have been saying that it's, it's a, it, from a business standpoint, it makes sense. But on the other hand, you build Brock up for two and a half years of him not getting pinned or submitted, and you waste it on a 50-year-old man. That's, I don't know. Right, and right now, the whole thing with Brock and Goldberg is that they've already announced the both of them for the Royal Rumble match. And to be honest, I was fine with it when Goldberg announced it, but when on Monday when Heyman said that Brock was going to be in there, I felt like that should have been a surprise. It really should have been a surprise. Like, Goldberg's in the ring. He's demolishing everybody. The buzzer sounds, and here comes Lesnar. Oh, my God, it's Lesnar. Honestly, but now, what I'm afraid what's going to happen is is that the whole Royal Rumble match is only going to be revolved around them two, which is not the point of the Royal Rumble match. It's supposed to be about who is going to win, who's going to main event and challenge for their brand's champions. I swear to God, if they do that shit where, like, I hope they don't do this again, but I hope they don't do that bullshit where they have the title on the line in the Rumble again. And, like, either, and, like, Goldberg wins the belt. I hope that doesn't happen. Which title would be on the line, though? The, uh, Cause yeah. Because if, if, if brand split is now happening, it should be 15 from Raw, 15 from SmackDown. That is probably how it should be. Matt, do you agree? I didn't hear that last part. What was it? Do you think that it's going to... How do you feel like the Rumble should go this year? Do you feel they should go back to the traditional format where it's like 15 guys from Raw, 15 from SmackDown, and like the winner chooses what championship? They, oh, they just get a championship match of the, of the superstar from their uh, brand? No, I like the choice option, and it adds some unpredictability. Like they could potentially bring the championship over to their brand. Yeah, I want to see Batista do the thumbs down shit again. He should win the Royal Rumble this year. Why hasn't Batista won recently? Oh, oh God. You're joking, right? <laughs> nah, this is good. He should win the. He should promote Guardians of the Galaxy 2 while holding the WWE Universal uh, World Heavyweight belt. So, Matt Daddy's prediction for Batista. Ben, who's your prediction? Let's just, do this. Let's just do this now. Early Royal Rumble prediction. Early Royal Rumble prediction? Fuck it. Who is going to win the Royal Rumble? Uh, shit. Uh, it's always hard to predict it because it's, you never know what storylines are going to move forward with and who's going to have the title. But if I had to pick which championship is going to be contested for at WrestleMania, like, I think it's going to be somebody. Well, technically, it from, should be both. Should be both, so hang on here. 
Who, who do I think they're going to pick? I think it's going to, honestly, me being bold here, it's not going to be Jeff Hardy. Here's what I'm thinking. It's going to be Sami Zayn, and he's going to challenge Kevin Owens for the Universal title at WrestleMania. <laughs> My apologies for the noises, but, like, we do live in New York. We live in New York, and there's some bullshit going around us. I am actually happy our DJ's playing that because I predict my early 27 prediction is that Kurt Angle makes his return at the Royal Rumble match. And then gets arrested by the cops. I don't know. Yeah, but um, as far as my prediction for winner, it's I mean, right now I'm going to say Finn Balor, but if he doesn't return by the time the Royal Rumble happens, I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. He makes his debut in the Rumble, he wins it, and then for the solid month before Mania, they could play the storyline of which which brand is he on? Which one is he going to go for? Is he going for the Universal or for the WWE Championship? He should go after AJ. That would be a good match. Uh, DJ says Samoa Joe or Lesnar, but the thing is with with Lesnar and Goldberg, I think there's going to be a spot where they eliminate each other because... What are you going to do? Have fucking James Ellsworth eliminate both of them? Oh, oh God. God. Oh, no. Lord. <laughs> oh, no. They would, they're going to do it. They'd do that, wouldn't they? Shinsuke Nakamura? Ah. No. I yeah. really, honestly, it really all depends on it. They've kept him in NXT, too. They've kept Samoa Joe in NXT way too long by this point. Yeah, but, at this point, like, who would you bring up first? Nakamura oh or Joe? to me like Samoa Joe has the NXT belt now like that's another two three months of him in fucking NXT I'm like dude newsflash he's losing it this Saturday in Osaka Japan I don't think so I think they're gonna I think that Nakamura is probably gonna lose again you think that you think they're gonna be you think they're gonna have Nakamura lose in Japan no uh, but they've why stop there? They had Charlotte lose in Charlotte North in Charlotte North Carolina and oh, they had, God, don't, even, don't even get me started with that Let's save that for the, for the raw review because I've got fucking pissed off with that. But yeah. Oh my god! But Jesus Christ! But yeah, that pretty much does it for our thoughts on for, on the friggin' Brock Goldberg thing and the Royal Rumble going forward. But I'm like, the booking the booking right now in WWE. I can't say if it's the worst or the best it's ever been. I'd say it's a, the booking as far in WWE right now is a step up of where it was back in like in like a few years ago. Like back on the- which show are you talking about? Like, on SmackDown, booking is a lot better. Okay, Raw, and what about Raw? Raw, here's the thing. Raw, the past few weeks, has not been, Raw's not been wowing me. Raw's not been wowing me. But here's the thing. I feel like they're using more people for more sex than they were back in 2013. When I think of any segment back in late 2013 and 2014, I immediately think of Daniel Bryan, authority. John Cena, authority. Authority, authority figures. I just think of that the whole time. So that was not that was not good. But when I think of Raw, even though it's not very good, that that well, I don't think Raw's been very good the past few weeks. I at least remember Sheamus and Cesaro, The New Day, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn. I remember more of the cast of characters than I would back in like 2013, 2014, stuff like that. Yeah. So you want to just jump into TLC predictions? Yeah, we're going to work backwards this week because, honestly, Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown has a lot to talk about, but as far as, like, fucking Raw this week, we have zilch to talk about because it was a... It was we'll a, talk about it, but we're not going to be happy about it. 
Oh, like honestly, before we get into TLC predictions, Matt, do you feel that the booking in WWE has been better or worse since the- since when? Like since like uh, what's- since the let's okay since the brand split. Do you yes. think the booking has been better or worse? Oh, better definitely. On which side though? Uh, I mean. I would say both Raw and SmackDown are doing better than they did prior to the brand split. Definitely. So, like, you, do you feel like more superstars are getting a chance to shine in this new era and, like, post-brand split than they would beforehand? I mean, for the most part, yeah. SmackDown obviously is doing better than Raw is, but even the yeah. worst Raw episode is better than it was before the brand split. Yeah, honestly. But, like, it, it really was when I saw... All the combinations of matches that happened during those Survivor Series matches that I did miss the more extended brands because I was just like, there was more possibilities for matches during that time because the rosters are so thin now. There's not a lot of room for stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how thin the fucking rosters are. When I saw that, when they had to act, when they had to bring in, honestly, if, if anything, Survivor Series only showed to showed me how fucking pathetic the tag team divisions are right now because most of the, the tag teams are comedy kooks right now. They're all comedy Come on, kooks. Mojo Rowley is the best thing going. I will murder you and throw your corpse in the river. Take that shit back. I, I hope you realize that me and the DJ are going to buy you a Mojo Rowley t-shirt and you have to wear it. I will I hope you realize that. Shirt. And I will stuff it in your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Fuck Mojo Raleigh. No, no, you're not putting it in my mouth. You gotta put it on your body. Oh my god! But yeah, Lord, this was not. Before we talk about TLC, I gotta talk about this. Like most of the tag team division, they're comedy kooks and losers. Let's list off. Vaude villains. Fuck the Vaude villains. You got the fucking hype bros. You got Brazongo. the guy Brazongo. You have the fucking New Day, and they're chuckling around, fucking throwing cereal everywhere. Gallows and Anderson. Might as, might as well be a fucking joke right now. Jesus Christ. You got uh, Seamus and Cesaro. but like Golden Truth. Oh, fuck. You got James Shining Stars. Shining fucking stars. Oh, my God. It's even worse than I thought. Heath Slater oh. and Rhino. Oh, Lord. Okay, they, I, I like them. Just the only two legitimate teams are American Alpha and the Usos on the main roster in NXT. There's no gimmicks. There's nothing. And even NXT does gimmicks so much better than WWE. They have a comedy gimmicks. They have a guy like No Way Jose who dances around a lot. But when shit gets real, he's like, I'm going to turn that fiesta into a fire and I'm going to kick your ass. You have a guy like that who does, who they do the gimmicks better. You want an example? The villains were so much better in NXT, the Ascension were so much better in NXT. Well, it was such shit, but oh my god. And the women's division doesn't help either. Oh lord, we had a full rant about this a week or so ago. I do not need to. About a week ago, a week ago. About a week ago. About a... More like two or three weeks ago. Oh, about three weeks ago, we talked about it then. Yeah, because how many women are on the Raw roster? Oh my For god. For women, about eight. I'm... Smackdown seven, yeah, fifteen women in total. Way to go, guys! It's Way not go. a, good, it's not good right now because I'm just like all the and like I knew shit was getting bad. Because we'll get to this later. We'll we'll talk about this shit later. But like when they had to repeat Sasha Banks and Charlotte for the third friggin' 
I don't want to talk about it. Oh my I'm god, that's that was fucking absurd because I'm just like final nail in the coffin. Lord, indeed. I'm just like, oh my god. Can <laughs> we just please talk about TLC? DJ, cue the music. Smoke weed every day. Oh fuck yeah. Okay, if that's legitimately the theme song, I'm fucking stop watching wrestling now. That's a good song. It's a good song, but it doesn't really sound very. It doesn't very sound very tables, ladders, and chairsy. No stairs this time, by the way. It's only tables, ladders, and chairs. No stairs. I wish there was a stairs match for all these fucking matches on Raw. Oh, oh God. So we're just going to run down. Oh, I get it. It's TLC. Like, oh, it's the uh, band is called TLC. I don't want no Okay, whatever. Yeah, so, we're talking about. Ben, ben doesn't get the joke. I get the joke just fine. Oh, <laughs> yes, I do. Explain it then. The band is called TLC. Oh, oh, okay, this is legitimately the theme song now. Okay. All right, we're going to be talking our TLC predictions. You're not excited for this show, but like. We're going to do this. Well, which one are you talking to, me? Uh, both. I'm talking to, like, you specifically. Because you're not excited for the show, like, at all, right? I'm not excited because Survivor Series was just two weeks ago. I, too much content. Too much content. I can't watch these games anymore. That's not even getting into the fucking... That's not even getting into, into Roadblock. So, and this pay-per-view is three hours, right? A normal three-hour yeah. pay-per-view? And then, plus, there's fucking 205 Live every week now. Yeah, we'll get into that, but um, is there that was any actually matches? good. We'll, is, we'll there get matches, is there any matches for the kickoff? Uh, they haven't. Right most of them, honestly, if there's any match, it's probably going to be on the kickoff show. I guarantee you it's probably going to either be Nikki Bella versus Carmella in their no-DQ match, or it's going to be Callisto versus Baron Corbin in a chairs match. I think they might add, like, American Alpha against Usos, maybe, or Brazongo. <laughs> Something with the tag teams. I know they're definitely going to do something with that. Speaking of tag teams, we're going to kick it off going bottom to top on this. So I'm going to start with Matt first, and I'm going to ask him his predictions. It's for the tag for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. No stipulation in this match, just a regular tag team match. It's going to be Keith Slater and Rhino versus the new Wyatt family of Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Who do you think is going to win and why? And do you think this is finally where Bray Wyatt, where uh, Randy Orton turns on Bray Wyatt, or do you think they're seriously moving forward with them as a tag team? Go for the Wyatt to win. All right. And you think they're going to be like moving forward with them as like uh, as a real dominant tag team? They need a win. They do need to win. I I'm gonna go with Wyatt and Randy. If they if they do pull the trigger on Randy turning on Bray, I think it's way too early. Wait till the Rumble, in my opinion. Yeah, that's. Slater and Rhino have held the titles a little too long, in my opinion. Yeah, they should have lost them at the last show. But... I don't get why. Honestly, can I ask you something? I don't get why everybody keeps saying, "Oh, they're gonna lose the belts." Rhino has to go do politics and stuff like. Yeah, no, he, he lost. Why does everybody keep saying that to me? He lost the election. He's done. Like, why does I don't get that? But regardless, like, Randy's gotta grow a beard and marry Brit. Fuck you. Our DJ is 
man. Like Randy's gonna grow a beard and marry Bray Wyatt. You know who they should recruit for the Wyatt family? Who? Big Demo. Oh. Th- that'll be early for him to be put up to the main roster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the popo. My God, why is, so so- every day. why is there so much shit going outside on the background right now? Yeah, I don't know. It must have been a bad attack, dude. Stop. We're definitely getting hate mail. We're gonna get hate mail for that. Like, dude, listen. Like, <laughs> we shouldn't make jokes like that. That's not fun. Yeah. So, um, Matt, knock it off. <laughs> you got to cut it out, then. You have to re-edit this episode. We're not going to re-edit the episode. We're just going to say... Just apologize right now. I apologize Small to wee- all the viewers. Uh, like a mouse. Yeah. He, see, he apologizes. He apologizes. We're good. But moving on, we have Callisto versus Baron Corbin in a chairs match. I wish it was a stairs match. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you don't want the stairs match. Tell me why. Tell me why, Ben, tell me as as a supporter for WWE, why should I care about Kalisto versus Baron Corbin in a fucking chairs match? I care about the feud. I don't care about these fucking stipulations. How does one win us? I'm not asking that question. Okay. Chairs yeah, match. Yeah, don't. No, then we'll start a brand new fucking joke. Jesus yeah. Christ. Goddamn chairs match. What happens if I use, like, a kendo stick in a chairs match? You get disqualified. Do, do I get disqualified? Because I remember a few years ago, they had a chairs match between Batista and The Undertaker at one of these fucking shows. And I shit you not. Batista and The Undertaker. Batista and The Undertaker had a chairs match. I'm not fucking kidding right now. And they did this weird fucking thing where Batista kicks Undertaker in the nuts and, like, oh pins him... And pins him for the pins him for the win, but then Teddy Long comes out and says, "No, no, no, players, we ain't ending it like that. You didn't use you or you. While chairs are legal in this match, low blows are not. So I'm like, what if he had low blowed him with a chair? Would that would that have been legal? Here's why I don't care about this match anymore. Why? Feud started off good with. Baron Corbin attacking the smaller guy and doing the Heidenreich bump on him. So, Kalisto's gone for like two months. He comes back and Kalisto starts acting like a total dick. Yeah, he really does. He's a baby face. He's supposed to be Rey Mysterio Jr. Like, what? I'm going to say Baron Corbin. They need to push him. They need to push him as a top heel for this. For- I don't think that they're smart enough to do that. I think that's going to be Callisto with like a roll up or something. Matt, who do you think? Baron Corbin or On the Cal- chair. On the chair. It's going to be Baron Corbin. All right. All right. Up next, we got Nikki Bella versus Carmella. No disqualification match. Yeah, fucking crickets is right. Yeah. Do not give a single solitary fuck about this match. Carmella, uh, once again, mentioning John Cena. We, we already know what's, what's happening behind the scenes, but I don't need to be told on TV what the fuck's happening. Yeah. So I'm going to say Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? I don't care about that match. I don't know what you about either. Good answer. So Just what do you flip a coin? <laughs> it's like shit. Like so, you clearly don't care. But this isn't the next match I am genuinely excited for because this has the makings of a match of the year, in my opinion. Ms. Ziggler ladder match. <laughs> That ain't the right sound effect. No, play it, play it, play it. 
I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay. You, when they first started feuding, it was fine. Miz was playing the whole, Ziggler, you're a loser. You can't do shit. Your career's a joke. He beats him the first time. Second time, Ziggler puts his career on the line. He wins. Big, big moment. Crowd goes nuts. The week before Survivor Series, they make Ziggler lose. Basically, everything before that, gone in that fucking instant. Yep. And now I'm supposed to care that these two are going to kill each other in a ladder match? I'm going to say The Miz. Surprise, I'm motherfucker. I'm going to say The Miz on this one. And I would trade Ziggler to fucking Raw. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know for who, but... Sammy Zayn! Sammy Zayn! There you Good go. God, Sam, Sammy fucking... Zayn goes to SmackDown and Dolph goes to Raw. Jesus fucking Christ. I just, I fucking hope so. Whoever my pick is, I'm thinking Miz. Who do you think, Matt? For Ziggler versus... Miz. For ladder match. Miz in a ladder match. Miz. All right, so across the board, we're all agreeing on Miz. Like, do you think, Matt, do you think that the, the Miz, do you agree with Mike that the feud started off good but then kind of plateaued into mediocrity? Yeah, they need to rescue it. They need to rescue it. And ben, next- you know what, ben, you know what's also the problem is? What's the whole point of this feud? Because the Miz is pissing off Daniel Bryan. Is that ever going to pay off? Daniel no. Bryan is never wrestling again. I don't know about that. I, I, don't... I do. You think he is? I, I don't know. With the amount of concussions that he su- sustained over the years, I don't think WWE is going to clear him for one fucking night. Not happening. Unless, unless they do the whole 18-second thing with Sheamus and just have do have Bryan do the running knee on The Miz. Oh, that would be like the ultimate irony of Daniel Bryan is now like the person burying somebody in third in like eighteen seconds. Like Maurice gives Miz the kiss of death, turns around, knee one, two, three. Daniel Bryan's safe unless he fucks up on the knee and gets a concussion. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, after that we have Becky Lynch defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss in a tables match. Looking, this is might be good. I'm gonna say Alexa Bliss. I'm going to say Alexa as well. They better do something fun in this match because I wasn't impressed with the whole Hell in a Cell with the Sasha and Charlotte. I guarantee you. So they better do something good in this table. I guarantee you. They fucked up. This is genuinely in response to them fucking up all those table spots in that Hell in a Cell match. They're like, fuck it. We're going to do a match all about table spots. Yeah. Well, like, I think Alexa. I could show you how to do it. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I can show you how to do it. You look that disgusting. My, that was my horrible Becky Lynch. That was a horrible I mean, Becky Lynch. I, I made it sound like Lana for fuck's sake. Oh, Jesus. But Matt, who do you think? Becky Lynch or Alexa Bliss? Becky Lynch. All right. Oh, wow. Good. Really? Very good. Yeah. And then we get to the main event. For the third, for another friggin' time, it is AJ Styles. Styles. AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. And the tables, ladders, and chairs. Who gives a fuck match? First AJ, off, can we can we all agree that AJ has to win this? Oh my god, he has to fucking win this. Because here's why. They've had him job out for the past month to James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth needs to fuck off. And I see James Ellsworth returning and turning on Dean. Probably. Matt, what are you saying? I, I, 
don't don't hate on James Ellsworth. He's the future of the business. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I'll see him. I'll, I, I still I'll, want I'll, that spot in the Royal Rumble where he dumps Braun Strowman. I still want that spot. That's gonna happen. Oh God, he's no, he's gonna do the he's gonna do the Chris Benoit Big Show thing, where like he headlocks him and like kind of just hooks him over the top rope. Wait, wait, what did you say? He's gonna do the Chris Benoit thing. Or like, no, Ben, you you mean Stephen Richards? Yeah, I don't know who, who you're talking about. Stephen Richards went to WrestleMania 20 and won the World Heavyweight Championship. I don't know who you're talking about, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, you're doing. You want to know thing. how I imag- imagine that spot? Remember Maven? Yeah. Kick it, drop kicking the Undertaker out of the Royal Rumble. I see something like that. Ooh, that might be pretty cool. And then at like WrestleMania, or, or then at WrestleMania, it's gonna be like. Them in like a last man standing match. Oh my shit. god! Raw versus SmackDown. Braun Strowman versus James Ellsworth. I fantasy. Who's gonna win that one? Fantasy. That is fantasy hey, Mike, warfare. Hey Mike. Fuck Mike, Goldberg fantasy. and Lesnar. That is fantasy warfare. <laughs> fantasy warfare comes to life. The beard versus the chin. You know what they would do too? They would have all the jobbers that Braun squashed come out and help James Ellsworth win. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of awesome. Americano, Johnny Knockout. <laughs> Like all these fucking retards just come running out. Johnny Knockout comes out screaming, "I like big sweaty men." (laughs) (laughs) Matt, what do you, Matt? You have to agree that spot would be legendary if every jobber came back and like helped him win. That would be that would be cool. But Braun Strowman would waste a ton of ton of Royal Rumble spots though. Not to Rumble and Mania. Oh, at Mania. Oh, then totally, yeah. <laughs> just the image of them just running down to the ring would be fucking hilarious. Or even funnier if just he murders them all instantly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you have to book Braun Strowman strong. Yeah, Strowman yeah. strong. But we're talking. We got AJ some, wins. AJ wins. AJ wins. I hope. What do you think, Matt? AJ versus Dean for the Andrews. title. He AJ has to win, but he probably won't. <laughs> He would. Now, he should win, but he probably won't. But you know what? Let's play a little game here. Little Who game. are the champions facing at the Royal Rumble? Ooh. First, let's start with Kevin Owens. Who well, is he defending the Universal Championship? If he gets past Roman, who is he facing at Rumble? You're, you're, you're implying that he's still going to have the championship, and I am genuinely afraid. They are going to give Roman the belt at Roadblock. I am oh, really. Oh, I know. I know they're going to give the belt to Roman, but I'm saying if Kevin Owens goes past Roman, I see Kevin versus Jericho at the Rumble. That is the match that makes the most logical sense, and I agree with you completely. It should be Jericho. Matt, what do you think? Who do you think Kevin Owens should face at the Royal Rumble, but who do you think he's probably going to face? Um, hmm. Is there a possibility? Well, is Jericho leaving? I think uh, after, I think after Mania, maybe I think after Mania. I'm thinking maybe after the Rumble. So, so are we gonna see like a a Jericho turn on Owens at some point, or Owens uh, turns on him? Probably. Yeah. Exactly, and then the two of them have a match because it has to be going somewhere, right? Like, like this has to pay off at some point. Yeah. And you know how he turns on him? He like he bloodies him with the list, right? He beats the shit out of him with the list. Uh, that'd be cute. That would be pretty cool. But as far as who AJ Styles is going to face, well, it's not going to be fucking Dean Ambrose again. Jesus Christ. Not Dean. I don't think John Cena. 
But who else? Bray Wyatt? Question mark. Um, no. I, I can't think of unless it. they do it in a triple threat with him and Randy. And, that uh, way, and then you could do the turn there. Who who else on the SmackDown roster? Wait a minute, I just thought of it. I just thought of it. James oh. James Ellsworth has a number one contender match against um, AJ. He won that shot. So no, that think... was that, no, that was for his contract. That was for his contract. No, but they also included that if James Ellsworth won, he would get a WWE championship match in the future. Are they? So... Oh my god! And they're gonna. So at the Royal Rumble in the Alamo Dome, it's gonna be AJ Styles versus James fucking Ellsworth. It could have been Shawn Michaels. It could. It could have been the Undertaker. It could have been. God knows who. And we get James Ellsworth. I'd rather have fucking Brian uh, Kurt Hawkins. Fuck no, no, no more Kurt Hawkins. He hasn't been on. Has he been on SmackDown in the past two or three weeks? I cannot remember. Nope, not him. Not Apollo Cruz. Not um. Plenty Jack of Sw- Jack Swagger, who was made a big deal and then told, was told of, to fuck off. Plenty of Kane, though. Plenty of Kane. AJ Styles versus Kane at the Rumble. Oh no. No, Lord, no. Oh, God. Callisto <sighs> versus AJ Styles? Baron Corbin versus AJ. Matt, stop us, please. Who do you think AJ's going to face? I have no goddamn clue. Oh, my God. Maybe Dolph Ziggler. Oh, thank God. Somebody actually legitimate. And maybe the, Dolph. Maybe the whole point of this him lose the belt. Oh. Okay, okay. DJ. That is way too early to do that match. I'm sorry, but it's way too early. I would love, I, me of all people, would love to see the best match of 2016 happen to the the best match that started 2016 be the best match to end 2016. I would love to see that start 2017. That would be amazing. But yeah. it ain't gonna fucking happen. They're gonna keep. They're gonna keep Shinsuke Nakamura in NXT way too fucking long. And then when they bring him up, they're gonna turn him into a comedy kook or something. What? By the way, I'm saying Shinsuke is making his main roster debut after SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. Give him at least until Mania. I only just noticed we're using a lot of dings tonight. More, more dings than what culture used to use. Because I think the DJ is finally agreeing with us on some things. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. So that pretty much does it for the TLC predictions. If we DJ, watch... you, DJ, your check is in the mail. Your check's in the mail for all that. And you get five extra cents for every ding. Shut <laughs> and, uh, up! Five extra cents. <laughs> five <laughs> cents ta- taken away. Was that from Smosh? Surprise, that motherfucker. No that, that, no, that wasn't from Smosh. Yeah, no, that was, that was from Dexter. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Matt, Matt's been watching a lot of Dexter lately, so he knows that clip very well. Oh, my uh, Jesus Christ. But, yeah, that pretty much does it for TLC. Overall, like, only two matches I'm really looking forward to, and and uh, one of them is not the main event. It was, oh, wait. I'm, now I'm wondering who, what matches are you looking for? The IC and the women? Yeah, mainly just because I think Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss have done good work before, and I think they'll do good work again. Yeah, I hope I hope the tables aren't as fucking hard to break this time. Oh Lord! I because hope. on SmackDown they looked easy to break, so hopefully they are. Because these or are may, small. Because these just, are small women. They are small. In a oh, good yeah. way, not in a good way. 
But we all have, we are, do we do have Ring of Honor Final Battle coming up this Friday night? I'm actually hyped for this. I am very hyped. I am very hyped for Ring of Honor. I actually may or may not be going to this show, depending on how my Friday goes. A friend of mine has offered me a ticket to Final Battle, and it would be a crime to pass up this opportunity. But so I need to. Weigh my options and see if I can go, but I will yeah, certainly and, try. And if, and if you're watching it on the iPay-Per-View, I believe they are streaming this, right? iPay-Per-View? Yep. You might see the DJ with a whole milk mic section sign. Which will be amazing. So, Just, we, so people, if you see that, that's the DJ. So it is a pretty – this is a pretty stacked show, but – Matt, unfortunately, you don't know Ring of Honor as well as like we do, right? Not at all. So sadly, I don't think you'll have much to add for this. So I'll tell you what, just so we won't throw, so so just so we won't keep you out for too long. Me and uh, Mike, Matt, Mike are just gonna rattle these off like in rapid. So our, we are the house of truth. We are the house of doing this shit really quickly. So let's just rattle these off rapid fire. So I'm just gonna list them off. You just tell me who's gonna win. All right? Gotcha. All right, we have a six-man tag team match. It's going to be the Motor City Machine Guns and Donovan Dijak versus the Cabinet, Rhett Titus, Kenny King, and Caprice Coleman. Who you got? Dijak and the Guns. Dijak and the Guns, same for me. Next up, we have Colt Cabana versus Dalton Castle singles match. Who you got and why? I got Dalton Castle. I got Colt. All right, we got Silas Young versus Gushin Thunder Liger. Who you got? I got Silas Young. I got Gushin. All right, next up, we got Jay Lethal, the House of Truth. Versus Cody Rhodes. I got Cody. Uh, <laughs> fucking Ben said Gushin. <laughs> yeah, it's Gushin Thunder Liger. Jushin! It's Jushin! <laughs> it's Gushin Thunder Liger, dude. Oh Shut my up. god. Moving on, it's gonna. Cody and Jay. It's, who do you have for Cody and Jay? I have Cody Rhodes. He's making his debut for Ring of Honor. He needs to win this. I love Jay Lethal, but Cody needs to win. All right. Next up, we have a Lord. I know that you don't like them ripping off uh, fucking Lucha Underground with the whole six-man tag titles thing, but it's going to be Kushida, Leo Rush, and Jay White versus The Kingdom, Matt Taven, TK Orion, and Vinny Marseglia. I didn't even know the fucking kingdom still exists. Yeah, me neither. I thought that they disbanded after fucking... Uh, well, Matt Taven really didn't leave. So I'll say Kushida, Leo Rush, and that fucking third guy, whatever the fuck his name is. There we go. Jay um, White, whatever the hell his last... Whatever his name is. Okay, next up we have matches with people you do recognize. It is the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship match. It is going to be the Young Bucks, Matt, Matt and Nick Jackson versus... Jay and Mark, the Briscoes. Who you got and why? I got the Young Bucks. I got the Briscoes. All right. Next up, ooh, we got a big one. It's going to be the four-corner survival match for the Ring of Honor World Tech World Television Championship. It's going to be the villain, Marty Skrull, defending it against Dragon Lee, Will Ospreay, and the former champion, Bobby Fish. Who you got a shout-out for Bobby Fish. I am going to go with Marty Skrull. I'm going to say... Will Osprey. All right. It is going to be, or I agree with the DJ, it is going to be match of the night. So here we go. Main event. Really? Because I'm thinking the next match is going to be match Ooh, of the night. It very well could be. This This is honestly, looking at this card now, I am more enticed than ever to actually go to this show because yeah. it's going to be Adam Cole defending the title against my boy, Kyle O'Reilly. Since when was he your boy? 
since I've seen him at like a jillion matches where he fucking owns it every time. Him versus Jay Lethal last year was awesome. Him versus fucking of him and Bobby Fish crushing against the fucking Young Bucks every time they perform. Him, Kyle O'Reilly crushes it every fucking time, man. Uh, so I'm, let's say... And I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly is going to be the one to dethrone Adam Cole. And there is going to be an extra ROH TV taping before the pay-per-view. So, yeah, that would be a good bonus. But listen, listen, if Jushin Thunder Liger listens to this show, which I highly doubt, I apologize. I got your name wrong, I guess. (laughs) My name is Avenging Ben, and I fucking love Jushin Thunder Liger. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, his name is, it sounds like Jushin. I said Gushin, whatever the fuck. Fuck you. No, 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 fuck me. Fuck you. You Falcone! Japanese name right. It's not my fault. <laughs> God damn it. But whatever. Gushin Jushin, whatever. Fucking right in the pussy. First yeah. off, you, you couldn't say Kamatachi, and now you can't say Jushin Thunder Liger. For the love of fuck. <laughs> I said Papadun Sabu. Papadun Sabu, Gushin, and Kamahaichi. Is this called Kamahaichi instead of Kamatachi? Is this going to be like the running thing? I can't pronounce people's fucking names right. The most simplest names in the world ah! you can't say. <laughs> Jesus, God. Say, say my last name. Sarantino. Okay. At least we got that right. Can you pronounce my last name? Falbo. There you go. Can you pronounce Matt's last name? Carl. There we go. <laughs> Can you pronounce the <laughs> DJ's last name? <laughs> Can you pronounce the DJ? Let's just say it's Spanish for color. The color <laughs> red. <laughs> Regardless. So that's our predictions for Ring of Honor Final Battle. The more I read off this card, the more I'm thinking, wow, this show's going to be amazing. But And, and this is their WrestleMania, so... Should be good. Like, of course, it's going to be great. I forget, is the Ring of Honor Championship match a, a match without honor? I forgot. I think it should be, unless it's just a normal one-on-one, unless the DJ wants to tell us something. It's either, it's either it's either that or um, probably like some like last man standing or something. I don't know. Nah, I just see singles, regular match. So I guess that's pretty much what it is. No regular, really. Oh. Regardless, should be good. So that because does... that, that shit's been building for like a year now. So. Oh my god! Like they got back together and they formed Future Shock, I believe. For the length of a fart. But they liked the fucking fart, and then he turns Adam Cole, who was already a heel for a month before anyway, turns yeah. heel again on Kyle O'Reilly, which I didn't really get. But what? gone for two months, then and- that's the weird thing. Of, that's the weirdest thing about Ring of Honor tag teams and singles wrestling are really weird over there. Like they have a guy like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly who are an active tag team, but then they'll but- go off and do their own things and then come back. You'll have a guy like Jay Briscoe go off and win the World Heavyweight Championship, the Ring of Honor Championship, but he'll still team up with his brother in tag team matches. That's what I like about Ring of Honor. It's a little more loose, a little more free. The one thing I don't like about Ring of Honor is that in their opening match, there's like 10,000 kickouts. Oh, God. <laughs> Ring of Honor <laughs> matches have so many friggin' kickouts. I-, I was at, where was I? I was at Best in the World 2015. And I, was, like, I was there too, man. Oh, I forgot that. And that was a sick fucking show, man. Like the opening match was like Donovan Dijak versus Mark Briscoe, and there was like ten kickouts. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's end the match. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck, indeed? 
So we're moving on to finally, we got to get to the the bring down of the week. We got to talk about Monday Night Raw, unfortunately. Gotcha, bitch. I just okay. broke my headphones. We all got to talk about Monday Night Raw. Matt, did you see it this week? No. I don't, all right. I don't blame so. you. We do not blame you because this show was shit. Ben, let's just start from the beginning. What opened the show? Oh, Lord. First of all. Wait, did, wait, didn't we open with um, Highlight Reel? What happened? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. I think it opened with them, I believe. I will have to double. I was about to ask our DJ what it is, but he didn't watch the fucking show either. I will have to double check. Because... Well, you know what? Let's just talk about it. What Highlight happened? Jericho with Kevin Owens for the second week in a row. Like, yeah. I love Jericho and Owens. Our, but friend, our friend who's also joining us says, yes, it, that opened the show. It opened with the friggin' highlight reel, but I'm just like, I am getting so bored with it every week. Just yep. the same friggin' thing. All right, every, so. Yeah. Every week with these Jericho and Owens promos, but I'm just like, whatever. Finally, we get to this bullshit, and I'm like. <sighs> you want me to take over for this one? What even happened on this Raw? I was fading in and out, man, because th- this Raw was so goddamn boring. All right. So we open with Jericho and Kevin Owens. Best friends. Air quote, best friends. Last week, because, by the way, this is the second week in a row that they did the highlight reel. Really, cre- really great job, writers. Really know what the fuck to do. You can so, always tell when, like, Raw is on autopilot. Honestly, the worst Raw's have one really good segment. And then and then they go and then they go way downhill. Oh god, that beaver tooth motherfucker is so annoying. Fucking Kevin Dunn. Oh my god. So Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho opened the segment. Because last week they were fighting because Jericho was like, you used my list. My personal information went everywhere. Apparently uh, social security numbers in the list. So that went so they were teasing who was the blame for Raw losing at Survivor Series, and they both simultaneously said Roman Reigns. So at that moment, the, the spoiler was right. It's Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. So Roman comes out this week, talks shit. Kevin Owens talks shit. Chris Jericho puts him on the list. And then... No, he didn't put him on the list. Don't you remember? Kevin Owens stopped him. Well, Whatever. Later, then, like, I don't know who the fuck came out, Mick or Steph, whichever one came out, they announced that Roman's going to face Kevin Owens tonight. And it was Roman Mick. Wins, it was Mick. Stephanie wasn't on this week for whatever reason. Oh, good. Oh. <sighs> so, she made, uh, he, Mick Foley, by the way, I fucking hate him, as a raw GM. But he announced that Roman's going to face Kevin Owens, and if Roman wins, he gets a title shot at Cockblock. She's great. But come one, on. one come on. thumb up at this point in the show. Oh, come on, dude. Roadblock has had such a long and illustrious history. Fuck you. On the Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast, people were telling me that Roadblock was going to be a big thing. It was going to change something for WrestleMania. And I told them that it wasn't. And these motherfuckers didn't listen. Right here. And then they came to me the next day and would bitch it to me about how it sucked. I was proven right. Besides, I just hate the name Roadblock. It's so, it's so right stupid and lazy. It's stupid and lazy. You know what else was stupid and lazy? 
Braun Strowman versus R Truth. Okay. Gotcha, bitch. Fuck off, R Truth. Fuck off. Braun Strowman did his best impression of Goldberg, and thank God this was over with. But then, Sami Zayn comes out. Comes out one of the most aggravating things every single week. Is Mick Foley becoming the heel? Because he's treating Sami Zayn. He's treating Sami Zayn like shit. Right here. Well, let's set it up. Last week, Sami was punished by Mick Foley in storyline. Because, and honestly, I think it's Stephanie that made him do it in storyline, but they didn't want to say that part. They just said Mick Foley is the one that wants Sami Zayn punished. So he booked Sammy versus Braun. Sammy was getting his ass kicked like a jobber. Then Mick Foley came out. I shit you not. This is what he was like. Stop the match. Stop the match. In that tone. So this week, Sammy came out. He wants to fight Braun again. And Mick Foley told him not to because... Do you remember the reasoning? He said it wasn't a match. It was a beating. Yeah, and Mick Foley, you fucking retard. You were the one in storyline who booked it. And then and then comes one of the most weird botches of well, recent weeks. For those who don't know, Mick Foley, after years of like wrestling hardcore, has lost a few teeth. And he has one of those like partial false teeth things where it replaces multiple teeth at once. Oh no. <laughs> I missed and this part. I missed it. If you didn't notice this, during the point where him and Sammy are going at it very heavily, some of his he gets so excited his teeth fall out of his mouth. Well, gee Willikers, redneck Joe, I fucking lost my teeth. Gee Willikers, Samuel, I lost my teeth. So the feet, the teeth fall out of his mouth. That's nasty. Yeah, yeah, Matt, 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 we've met like Mick Foley. You can attest to the fact that he has weird teeth, right? Mm -hmm. That's nasty. It is really nasty. And Sami Zayn, he came up with this gem that the writers wrote. Oh, yeah, you can tell. Mick Foley, you are a shell of a man you used to be. Walks out, Mick Foley standing there like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Are we getting a Mick Foley Sami Zayn feud? Just tell me now. Because I swear to freaking God, if they're just trying to do the same bullshit with... Are they going to do the same shit with Daniel Bryan and Triple H just swap out Sami Zayn and Mick Foley? Okay, here's where I think this is going. Mick Foley in storyline is doing what Stephanie wants, right? Yes. Because Stephanie has said on TV that she can't stand Sammy. So my question is, why don't you get rid of him if you don't like him? Why would you put him in an IC title match for your brand if you don't like him? I cannot give you a straight reason because it's... Oh my god, it's just a fucking clusterfuck right now. Stephanie McMahon is pissing me off. Oh my god, it just makes me appreciate just how much better SmackDown is with the whole authority figure thing because like Daniel Bryan, he barely pops up. Shane McMahon barely pops up. And when they do it, it makes sense. It's a, it, it, you know something's about to happen. Same thing with William Regal. When he shows up on NXT, you know shit's, something's about to go down. Shit's going down. It's important. He has to make an announcement. He's either doing the contract signing or he's coming out to say, 
at NXT TakeOver, whatever the fuck we're going to. It's going to be you and you. Like, something like that. So we get, aside from the Sami Zayn bullshit, which he needs to go to SmackDown. For the love of God, he's getting killed on Raw. You should have seen what fucking Cesaro posted. Oh my God. It's like Cesaro posted something akin to when you can't even get on the poster for the event in your own country. That's sad. That is sad. And to which uh, Daniel Bryan responded, to which Daniel Bryan responded, plenty, we'd, there'd be plenty of room for you on the blue brand. Yeah, let's, let's speak of Cesaro right now because there was a segment. This I actually enjoyed. was one of the few good segments. Yeah. Thumb, my thumb was still up for this because Seamus and Cesaro were in the bar because they, they had a title match last week. New Day fucking did their shenanigans, which they're baby faces, by the way. But no, they're heels. Like, no, no, no. Fuck it. They're heels again. They've turned full heel again. Yeah. So they're in the bar. They're talking. Of course, Cesaro does his best James Bond impression, shaking, not stirred. Ha ha. And they're both talking. And then a bunch of jobbers from that local area start bothering them. And in the background is Tessa Blanchard, who is fine as fuck. Oh, yeah, she is. So the whole point of this was Seamus and Cesaro are being badasses. They beat the shit out of the fat people. And one of them almost killed himself, went through the wall. There was a casino. Wonderful. (laughs) Cesaro threw... One of these guys do the wall and immediately landed into a casino. <laughs> Where were they? I could not uh, No, that these walls were paper thin. That's what I'm saying. But like they rented out a casino and just went to went said we need this room. So they just did whatever the hell they did and just just this was that was stupid. But the whole point of this was Shame and Cesaro are firing on the same page. Now, Ben, let's play a little game here. Okay. Who turned babyface or heel? Did Sheamus turn heel? Or no, did Sheamus turn face or did Cesaro turn heel? I have a good answer for you. I, can I answer your question with another question? Yes. Who the fuck cares? Game over. Well, thank you for playing the home edition of Who Turned Heel this week. Your consolation prize is nothing. Fuck you. Jesus. So, we yeah. see Chris Jericho in the back. But that Kevin, Chris Jericho's in the back. Chris Jericho's in the back. Kevin Owens is complaining that Roman's going to kick his ass, which we all knew was going to happen. Yep. And he wants to make sure that his best friend's got his back. And Jericho has had enough. Says, I'm sick and tired of being your wacky. And Chris Jericho said the line of the night. You, I don't need you. You need me. Which has been true ever since Kevin Owens has won the Universal Championship. Because without, because face it, without Chris Jericho. Oh, he'd be dead. Oh, he'd be dead in the ground. Who the fuck honestly gives a fuck about Kevin Owens as the champion right now? Because let's like, I'm it. happy he's the champion. But I'm happy it's him, but it could be anybody. He's basically in the spot because Finn Bauer got fucked up at SummerSlam. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I Plain love Kevin simple. Owens. I genuinely love the dude. We, we respect I, him as a wrestler. But as let's a face character. it. That's, that's, that champion could be anybody right now. Yeah, I would, 
I, I would have been fine if they just put it on Roman after SummerSlam. But you know what? I like that they went with someone different, and now I've had enough. Yeah. I've had had enough. This is what WWE does to people. They just, like, they just ruin things. Like, Kevin Owens is a great talker. He's a great athlete. But when it comes to getting people's attention, it's not him. It's Chris Jericho. It's, I completely agree. It's it's Jericho. It's Jericho all the way because I'm not quoting anything Kevin Owens says on Raw. I'm always quoting Chris Jericho. Yeah, and this ain't, and just so people know, this is not the Kevin Owens show. No, 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 no. It's the Chris Jericho show. Oh, shit. That shit started in 1999 and it has stuck today in 2016. And impressive considering he's been around that long, hasn't it? The Millennium Man. That's Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho's had enough. He's going home when suddenly. The driver knocks the list out of his hand. Holy shit. What a pop that got. I know. Like Chris Jericho said before, he had had a talk with Vince McMahon. Vince is like, this list is over. I I only hope there was a wrestler, though. That's how sad this company has been. (laughs) They wish that the list was an actual person. So Jericho picks up the list, and then Seth Rollins appears. And proceeds to murder the fuck out of Chris Jericho. Yeah, so, because Seth Rollins was pissed, because last week he had his Universal Championship match, and Chris Jericho cost him, by the way, wearing a Sin Cara mask, which Sin Cara actually gave him his own mask. So I guess uh, Sin Cara, I guess Chris Jericho forgave him for biting his finger? The anger management classes worked. Hooray! Yay! But this, okay... Everything up until the pedigree spot, I didn't like at all. It was really? Jericho ran, because he was going into a limo. So Jericho, you have to picture this. Jericho is running to the other side. Instead of Rollins chasing after him like the normal, like around, he goes in the limo and comes out the other side. So he catches up to him, and then Seth Rollins proceeds to throw the guardrail in the... In, like, this was in slow motion. I shit you not. This was in slow motion, and I felt like these guys were trying not to break the rental cars. So Rollins got Jericho on the car. He gave him a pedigree. And there's your match for Cockblock. Oh, fuck Cockblock. Again. Again. As always. And I'm just like, do you see why we were, weren't looking forward to talking about this all? <laughs> Yeah. It's, this Raw is so boring to talk about. Then, so, let's, let's keep track. My hand was up. Thumbs up. Then went to the middle when we get to the club versus the New Day for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Oh, God. L- let me fucking guess what happens here. Okay, let me guess. New Day are about... Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, fucking New Day are about to lose. Uh, one of them gets distracts the ref, and then they fucking just... I can't take this shit with the New Day anymore. Raw is fucking boring. It's the same shit every week. They've been doing these awesome tag team title matches on Raw every fucking week, and they have the New Day cheat to win every time. Are they baby phases? Are they heels? I don't fucking know anymore. Because by this point, I just want to get to the thing that really fucking divided everybody. The goddamn women's title match. Yeah. By the way, Roman and Kevin did have their match. Roman won. So the cock block, the main event. And by the way, the graphic... 
team is on spot on because they as soon as Roman's music hit, they had the graphic up already. Damn. Way to go. Way to go, y'all. And you know what? You know what also annoys me is that it's not just called Roadblock. It's called Roadblock End of the Line. Is that supposed to be special? I do not care. Fuck me. Fuck Fuck me. me. But here's Sasha Banks versus by the way. Before we even get to this main event, they did this earlier in the night at nine o'clock because I kept because I was looking at the time. I was wondering, can this show fucking hurry up? Sasha and Shaw came out. I was, I was surprised because I thought they were going to main event. They came out, double count out. Mick Foley comes out. I'm not happy with this. You two are going to main event again, and it's going to be false count anywhere. And it's going to be historic. This will be the most historical, historic women's historical match in the whole historical society. We're going to make more history. It's going to be historical. Mick Foley, shut the fuck up when it comes to the women's division. Yep. So they come back out. Mick Foley, I get it. You got a big boner for the women. You love talking to them. And I get it. (laughs) I get it, Mick Foley. Your wife is a fucking nut job who likes collecting dolls. So you like spending time with these sane, rational women. I get it. But. Fuck off already with this shit. You know, Mick Foley, just when you say something is historical, doesn't make it fucking historical, okay? You know, fuck off with this shit, Mick. Ben's going off with Mick Foley. Mick Foley, one of my favorite wrestlers of all goddamn time, has been reduced to a fucking whiny comedy kook of a fucking boring-ass GM on Raw. Ben, Ben. It's all going to turn around on that Christmas episode of Raw when he dresses up as Santa. Oh, fuck with the Santa shit. Oh, <laughs> God. If you think McFoley is annoying right now, wait until, wait till, wait till he gets into Santa. Wait till he starts it's talking about Santa Christmas. Santa God damn it. Like he did. McFoley. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm saying this. I love McFoley so goddamn much. He's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. I love Rewatching him winning the championship. It's one of the coolest moments ever. I get a little misty-eyed. It's, it's so fucking cool. He's had some of the coolest matches, but he's so goddamn annoying now. He looks like a homeless man who wandered in off the street and they gave him a job. He has the world's shittiest blazers. He has the world's crappiest beard. Mick Foley. He's losing, he's losing weight. Mick, Good for him. Yeah, DDP Yoga does fucking wonders. He's fucking thief, man. Jesus goddamn Christ. Matt, do you have any comments so far? Like, after like hearing us, do you want to watch Raw now? I think he quit. <laughs> yeah, so Sasha Banks and Shroud came back out, falls kind of anywhere. This match was sloppy as fuck. Oh my god, it was. This match really only got entertaining during the during the final act when there was some cool shit happening. Charlotte did a fucking moonsault off the table. Sasha Banks had her in a fucking submission hold over the guardrail, over like the guardrail in the audience. That was pretty cool. Yeah, as and far then it as ended. Deli- and as then far as ended. and Sasha Banks again wins the championship on Raw. So and let's Charlotte, review North Carolina and Charlotte, North Carolina. So let's review. Let's review here. Charlotte wins the title at WrestleMania. Sasha wins Correct. it on uh, Charlotte wins the title at WrestleMania. Sasha yes. wins it on Raw. Charlotte after, wins it back. It's the first night after the brand split, yes, for a rating spike. Wins it, and then Charlotte wins it back at SummerSlam. Correct. Because Sasha, Sasha, Sasha was going away for her honeymoon. Sasha wins it again on Raw, and then loses it again to Charlotte at Helena Sally in her own hometown of Boston. Yes. And then, 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 then this is the rematch. These two. 
I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it feel like Trish and Lita, but it's, I'm I'm just grown tired of it. I'm fucking sick of Ron. I'm fucking sick of them. Fucking Summer Rae, Lana, fucking Bailey, Dana Brooke. Can't believe I'm saying Dana Brooke, but even her would be more interesting. Nia Jax. Nia fucking Jax at this point. Anybody. Any fucking body else at this point. You want to know why the SmackDown's division is so much better? They're doing things. They're having Carmella versus Nikki Bella. They're having fucking Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch. They're having Naomi do things. They're having the division do interesting things. Having the same... And listen, it builds a feud. It yep. builds a new legacy. But I'm just like... Just having them wrestle again and again and again does not create a good, compelling feud. Do you know what happens when you have a wrestler and a, and a villain fight oh. over and over and over again, but in new conditions? You get John Cena versus Randy Orton. Oh, no. Do you want John Cena versus Randy Orton? That's right. Do Answer the question. Do you want John Cena and Randy Orton? I don't think so. Yeah, you don't. Fucking piece of shit. But, but you know what? That what you know how they ended this whole thing? How? Ric Flair came out. Oh. Came out. <laughs> raised Sasha's hand, and then he went and went straight to the back. To go there drink, was, probably. There, there was no tears shed. Charlotte was crying though. By the way, Charlotte has been crying too fucking much, and I'm I can't stand the crying. I can't stand the crying anymore. Yeah, way to build up these women is significantly strong. It's, just crying every What in the fuck was that? What, yeah, what I, the fuck was that? What I would do is separate these two. I would have had Charlotte retain the title, have her feud with Bailey, and have Sasha feud with Nia, because that's what they were teasing last week on Raw. Just do that. You know what? A roadblock, do a fatal four-way. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sick of these one-on-one -on -one matches. They've done hell in a cell. They've done false count anywhere. They've done no DQ. What other stipulation can they give these two? Ladder match? No. Oh, they'll do it. Trust me. And Mick Foley will say, there has never been a ladder match between the women. This will be historical. By the way, can I ask something? Uh, this was a comic book. I'm ripping this off, obviously. This was a comic strip on the website Botched Spot. They do comic strips based on wrestling, and they're fucking hilarious. But they did this bit where, like, Mick Foley was following around the women after the Hell in a Cell match and was saying to them, he was saying to them, the stars of the Hell in a Cell match will stay with you forever. Okay, Mick, we get it. Trust next, me. Next, next night on Raw, no scratches. You'll never no be the no scars. You'll never be the same. We feel kind of fine, just a few bruises. You'll, yeah, but you'll show the mental scars. And then you see them both asleep in like twin beds, which is weird. But then he's like, trust me, you'll never get over this. It'll stick with you till the rest of time. And then like, <coughs> But then they're like, why aren't you talking to Rusev and Roman about this? Why aren't you talking to Seth and Kevin about this? <laughs> uh, is it just because they're women? If ben, so you, ben, ben, you know what? McFoe is right when he said you'll never like forget it. Oh, they want to forget about that table spot. Yep. They want to forget about that. They want to forget about how Sasha's tights were up her asshole. Not in the crack. They were in the hole. Yeah, way to dignify the women there, guys on Twitter. You're having a legitimately kind of cool match, and you're talking about her fucking wardrobe malfunction. Like, it's like the more they try to force this women's revolution thing on us, the more we reject it. Yeah, Rob. 
Hell, you want to go? Hell, you want to watch a women's division that doesn't give a fuck and honestly just sort of does whatever it wants? Never thought I'd say this. Go watch the knockouts on TNA. What knockouts on TNA? <laughs> fucking, ga- fucking Gail. I barely Kim. see any of them. Rose, Rosemary, Gail, Kim, fucking. Who's the other? Who's the champ right now? I forget her goddamn name. Rosemary? Names. No, not Rosemary. Who Jade? else? Jade, get fucking Jade in there. Fucking Rosemary, Gail Kim, Maria Canellis, the funny blonde girl who's her secretary. Any of them. Allie, she's good. Who else is in there? Just anybody of them. Just, oh my God, I'd rather watch. The, what are they doing on TNA tonight anyway? I think they're doing like a six. They're doing a six sides of steel match with Rosemary and Jade for the fucking knockouts championship. Hey, I, I wonder where they got that from. Get over here. Yeah, you know, it's a fucking, probably a fucking ripoff, but I don't give a shit. They're hey, not hyping what? it up as history of history will be made. This is so historical. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. It's just, if you treat it like a match, we will care. If, I you, don't... Do, if you let us watch the match and don't hype it up as something as big as it's supposed to be, let us watch it first. What then, then we could dictate if that was historical. Because Sasha yeah. and Bailey from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, that was historical. Sasha and Bailey in an Iron Maiden match, that was historical. The triple threat at WrestleMania, that was historical. Ever since this brand split with the women, nothing's been historical. Not a damn thing. And they're actually funny if they did call it just an Iron Man match, which was cool. But you know what? No, because they're not man. They're not men. I call it Iron Maiden. Fair enough. Raw, thumbs down. Better better be better next week. I hope to God. Otherwise, I am so fucking done by this point. Because they have two weeks before the cock block. <laughs> they have two weeks. Speaking of God, yeah. So wait, Matt, did you watch SmackDown? I think Matt's officially quit on the show, unfortunately. So unfortunately, I think, believe Matt has officially departed on the show. This happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah thank you. If Matt could still hear us, thank you for being on the show. Trust me, it was good having you on, dude. Thank you for coming on. So, unfortunately, ring we're going to talk, talk about uh, SmackDown now, which was way better than Raw, thankfully. The wrestling show that didn't make me want to fucking die this ben, week. this is the first time that somebody actually just fucking ran away from the show. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, to be fair, it was, this is the first time I think somebody's actually bailed on us. <laughs> Lord, oh, my God. I am... He's... I'm Notice to anybody that we have on the show in the future, if you're going to leave, tell us. <laughs> Man, tell right. us before you do it. Hey, what happened? Yeah, DJ what wants did... to know too. What what happened? Hey, what happened? <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Let's just go over the highlights. Denied. God's sake. So this will be the perfect opportunity to talk about SmackDown and Hold 205 up, Live. Then you talk about it, I have to take a gigantic shit. Denied. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but like, we're going to be talking, tell you what, before we talk about SmackDown, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. See you in a bit. Oh, I just passed out. I don't even know what the fuck just happened. Hey everybody, it's Avenging Ben. Just a reminder, you can find us on Podtastic, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. And if you want updates on when the new episodes are going to be happening and submit some viewer questions, you can follow us at The GAWP Show on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. 
at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. Find us there, get the scoop on the latest episodes, and as Adam Cole would say, check it out, baby. More general admission wrestling podcast. So, how was your shit? It was glorious. <laughs> Hashtag glorious dump. Oh my god. So still better, still longer than Brock and Goldberg. <laughs> still longer. Oh god, that sounds painful. So, Ben, you want to tell them what Matt the Daddy just told us? Matt the Daddy told us that unfortunately he fell asleep. Yeah. And First time ever a guest on our show has actually fallen asleep while me and Mike are talking. And Ta-da. for the love of God, don't blame him us. He just did that on his own. I know. We're not boring. We're real. Honestly, Mercy, say whatever you want about our show. We have sometimes we have horrible sounds. Sometimes we get off topic too much. Sometimes we have audio pops in there, but. Give us we one are, thing. We are, we are trying our best here. We're not trying to be boring. If anything, a lot of people have come up to us and said a few complaints, but the one thing is we're not boring. <laughs> oh, and, we, and we had some people that come come up to us and tell us that they enjoy our show. That we're and from the bottom, special here, from the bottom of our heart, that means so much to us when guys yeah. come up to it, when guys and girls come up to us and say they're listening to the show, they're enjoying what we're doing. That's what keeps us going because. Our, our, the, the number of people who listen to us and download the show fluctuates depending on how the episodes are. Sometimes we get yeah. a lot of people. Sometimes we get a little people. But just the fact that people are out there and listening means the world to us. So from all of us to all of you, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. Yeah. But, but for, for now, we're going to talk about SmackDown, which was mercifully, mercifully better than Raw. Yeah. And like, but despite that, we're going to talk about, we talked about Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch, which finally I got to see a woman successfully pull off a table spot after fucking Sasha Banks and Charlotte botching a million of those in their match. It was kind of like, it's sad to say, but finally they pull off these fucking table spots. But I'm just like, (sighs) Ben, can can you please read out the tweet for everybody? Read off this tweet I just received. Matt, Mike just sent me a tweet in these chat. I will really look at this right now. Sid Vicious tweeted out, Alexa wants to vomit every time Becky speaks. Kevin Dunn must have wrote that. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. There have been reports that Kevin Dunn wants to limit Becky Lynch's speaking. So... We know who wrote that line. I think Kevin. I it's think me. Uh, Kevin Dunn. Look at my teeth. I think Becky Lynch's accent is cute. Well, Kevin Dunn don't like that shit. 
He ain't having that shit. But yeah, you, we have a, your, your typical promo. It was good. But I do like how they're building up Alexa as a legitimately good heel, and they're building up Becky as a legitimately good babyface. And like we said in our predictions, we think Alexa has taken it. Because, like, as much as I... Like, Becky Lynch's run with the title's been good. It's been nothing wrong with it, but I feel like they need a good heel to take it forward. Yeah, and I think Alexa's that one. Yep. But then, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go with something that's kind of stupid. We got Dolph Ziggler and Callisto versus The Miz and Baron Corbin. No, 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 no. No! Yes, 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 yes. This match happened. No deal. Yes, deal. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> Who are we talking to? I don't what know. What are you talking about? His sound effects are gaining sentience. What does this mean? Oh, God. Okay, we... God, are you talking to us? What the fuck's happening? I don't care. Okay, oh, God. Jesus. Yes! What, the fu- what the fuck is happening tonight? This is the most bad shit... This is the most batshit bonkers episode we've done in a while. And bear in mind, we've had a man get sh- near shot to death on our show like two times. I'm sorry. And we, and we just had a man fall asleep. On our show. We had... And then, during our break, just so people know, we were testing the audio. And all of a sudden, a random song just played it. The DJ didn't play it. Neither of us played it. So... Something What's wrong with that? This ain't a storyline. This is fucking real life. What's wrong with that? Stop it! <laughs> but Jesus Christ, we had Dolph Ziggler and Callisto versus The Miz and Baron Corbin. I'm just like, I so don't give a fuck about fucking Dolph Ziggler and like this. This is like the fucking culmination of just these the booking shitting the bed. You have these two really solid feuds building. You have the Go little on. guy versus the big guy versus Callisto and Baron Corbin. Not not Ryback. My apologies. Not the big guy. Just a big guy. <laughs> No, the fucker changed his name to Ryback Reeves. Ryback Reeves will sue your ass. You know, he would. He wants He wants to sue WWE because he didn't get paid enough. Whatever. 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 Didn't you meet what? him? Yeah, and I got him to give my mom a happy birthday message. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, he was like, I'm, happy I'm, birthday from the big guy, Ryback. Okay, it wasn't like that. <laughs> He didn't exactly like that at all. Come I'm, on, he's the I'm, big I'm, guy I'm, right back. He's a very nice guy. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Uh, Ziggler, Kalisto versus Corbin. Basically, this whole match was to build up their matches. Maurice hit Ziggler in the face with a ladder. Yes, Maurice hit Ziggler in the face with a ladder. What the fuck is going on here? I don't I know either. And, and then Gary Corbett grabs a chair and smacks the shit out of Kalisto. No! Yes. No! Yes. Yes! <laughs> I, you, I, I swear, I thought you were going to say no. <laughs> oh, but, um... Yeah, that fine. happened. It was fine. It was only like five minutes it was, that, it was... that the match lasted. And then we have the friggin... Oh, then we had American Alpha versus the Wyatts. Well, this was a good match. Was that next? I thought they had uh, dueling promos. They did have dueling promos, but like again, every Wyatt promo starts to blend together after a while, so I don't think they're worth it. What kind of promo does Bray Wyatt cut? Oh god, you can't make me say this again. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the Destructor. I am your undoing. I am the prize you find in your cereal box. I like that. No, no, you're doing the wrong one. Remember, 
we used to say that um, he cuts promos like he's like working for Geico. Oh God! <laughs> you can save ten percent by switching to Geico, and I will save you discounts on car insurance for at, an, at no down payment. Follow the savings. Bah! Nationwide is on your side. That's nationwide, not Geico. That is funny. (laughs) That's Bray Wyatt. It's Bray Wyatt, though. He would do that. Every fucking week. Every guy, guys. Nationwide is on your side. Follow the buzzards. Jesus Christ. Every. (laughs) I hope to God. Okay, they do dueling promos. He talks about he was the Alpha and the Omega in his cereal box. American Alpha. Which like, actually makes sense, considering it's American Alpha. I'll give, I'll grant him that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then Randy Orton mentioned because Randy Orton could talk, which is fine. And he mentioned that um, Gable and Jordan remind him when he was in the WWE when he first started out, Young Lions. But now I turned into a Viper. Ooh. How does it tie? Know that. How does a lion become a viper? I do not know, but whatever. Birds and the bees, yeah, same shit. Birds and the bees and the apple trees, whatever the fuck. That's whatever the, the fuck happened. Whatever the fuck. And moving on to, oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, can we talk am- about, can we, wait, can we talk about how Carmella came out, cutting a promo, and she literally called out John Cena? The, I must have blanked out on that one. What happened okay, here? So she came out. She was talking trash. She was like, Nikki, like, I'm tired of talking to you. I'm going to talk to your boyfriend, John Cena. And then proceeded to like insult them. It was like, Cena, your girlfriend's using you. She's trying to get to the top. Nikki ran out, beat the shit out of her. And that leads us to our DQ match to Sunday. Well, that's just not fair, is it? it not really. <laughs> waste of time. Was a fucking waste of time. So that happened, and then we have. Speaking of wastes of fucking time, James Ellsworth, everybody. See what I did there? No. Jesus Christ! I might have... bubble beef of shit. Yes. Oh my god! I think this is the a new way for the DJ to talk on the show. Yes. Like through clips. Yes. Not even that. I think he's he modified his voice. Jesus Christ. Sure. You sure, yeah, whatever. Okay, whatever. We have I'm we not have the, the technical guy, so I don't know what the fuck he's we using. have we have the Ambrose right, Asylum fine. with fucking James Ellsworth and AJ Styles. Stop jobbing out AJ Styles to James Ellsworth. Please stop. Unless there's something going on here, but apparently there's nothing. AJ came out. He insulted them as usual. There was a brawl. AJ hit a Styles Clash on Ellsworth, and Ellsworth's face almost hit the edge of the steps. Yeah, and I was genuinely afraid because for the second time, James Ellsworth doesn't know how to take a fucking Styles Clash. This is what what happens when you sign a guy who's green as a fucking sheet. Did any of it hurt? What? What? Did any of it hurt? Yeah, a lot. It looked like it it, pretty... it, 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 it almost scared me because I thought his head fucking hit the steps and there was going to be a pool of blood. Everywhere. Like a, a Joey Mercury Armageddon oh. 2006 levels amount of blood. Or um, 
who else played badly? Somebody else. Undertake, the... Undertaker. Eddie Guerrero after taking a chair shot from JBL on Judgment Day 2004. Oh, John Cena, Judgment Day 2005. By JBL. Yeah. Ric Flair. Ric Flair bleeds like, on a daily basis. He bleeds for fun. Ben, who do you think... Rick... I'm, I'm sorry to sidetrack, but who do you think Ric Flair's greatest rival is? Who's his, who's his greatest rival? Who's his greatest rival? Crying and bleeding. <laughs> oh, you want to woo? You want to woo? We're going to woo. Woo! Woo! Ric Flair has reached a... <laughs> Is he, how hard, is oh, yes, I read about that survival. Airport security. <laughs> airport security. Don't put Ric Flair on an airplane. Any his, his, his blazer. D. Yeah. So, yeah, we had that bullshit with Ambrose Asylum where I'm just like, end yeah. this bullshit with Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles. It was fun for about a month. Move on. And stop yes. with the James Ellsworth bullshit. I am sick to death of it. Yeah, and James Ellsworth is killing himself, which is not good at all. He almost he almost died at Survivor Series when Braun threw him off the stage, and his head almost hit the steps. Hell no! And on Hell Smackdown, yeah! He almost got fucking cut up. I don't think so. Cut off. Yeah, I don't every think time. so. So moving on from that, we have mercifully the highlight of the night. One of the highlights we have. American Alpha versus the new Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. The winner of the match will go one-on-one with Heath Slater and Rhino at TLC. If we did the we did the predictions earlier, really no point in burying the lead on this one. We have, uh, we it was have, a good uh, match. It was, was a good match. It was a good match. You put two good tag teams together, have them do their thing. This was really damn good. Although I will say, though, I am genuinely afraid, like, What's going to happen to American Alpha from this point onward? They brought him up, but they're not really doing anything with him. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know, but I like I liked the ending to this match because you have to picture this. Bray has Jason Jordan ready for the Sister Abigail. Gable jumps in, breaks it up, and they're about to go for Graham Altitude. And all of a sudden, Randy comes in, hits a... By the way, this was a weird fucking RKL that Gable took. He was literally just—he was just standing there. Randy grabbed him by the head. Gable's head hit first, and then his legs just like flew up in the air. Yeah, I've seen dudes take the RKL <laughs> really? like that before, and it's weird. But Gable didn't move at all. He just like—he just let Randy grab him and just like head plant, <laughs> legs go Dad. up, and then Bray Wyatt hit the sister Abigail and Jason Jordan, and I like the way the story's going. Because Randy oh, is saving Bray's sense. ass on a weekly basis. And I seriously hope... Oh my god, it's finally gonna... If this finally happens, bear this in mind. Bray Wyatt, after full, after three, almost four years now in WWE, will finally have a fucking championship belt. Oh, now that makes sense. <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, yes. The sight of him with any kind of a championship will be fucking astounding because he, he didn't hold anything in NXT and FCW, right? Nope, no, nothing. No, Luke Harper no. and Eric Rowan were NXT tag champions. No, did, wait, did he hold? Did he hold any titles when he was under the Husky Harris thing? No, no, no. Nope. I thought when he was in the Nexus, he was a like tag champion. Nope. nope. Okay, DJ, I get it. We're saying it at the exact same time, which is weird. He's timing it perfectly. Yes. 
<laughs> DJ, what'd you think of SmackDown? Oh, now that makes sense. I guess, yeah, I guess it was a very well-booked show, in his opinion. Yeah. Yes! Did wa- ben, did so, you watch Talk and Smack? Did I watch Talk and Smack? Uh, I watched a little bit of it after I watched 205 Live, which saved the fucking week. Really? Yes. Really? How good was 205 Live? It was good. Uh, I After watching five hours of main roster shit, I, I couldn't watch it live. I had to watch it the next day, but... I'm, I'm glad I actually oh, that- went back. You have finally fucking Jack Gallagher oh, finally making his fucking debut on television. Yes, sir. And less said the better because that dude crushed it. He, I think he was facing Davari's brother, I believe. Aria, yeah. Aria Davari against Jack Gallagher. And there's this bit. Jack Gallagher murders this dude with a fucking headbutt from hell, man. One of the stiffest headbutts I've seen in a long ass time. Murders Hell no! Wait, wait, what do you mean by headbutt? Like, he was just standing there and he just fucking headbutted him? Yes, no, he no-sold one of his moves, reared up, smacked him in the head with his head, and then went in for the kill. It was one of the stiffest headbutts I've seen in in a while. It was fucking murder. Who? You know who, who that reminds me of? Uh, and, the, and the DJ would know this, too. Uh, Timothy Thatcher. Oh. Yes. 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 <laughs> me and the DJ were there live, and like when he used to hit that headbutt, it was loud as fuck. It, it, it sounded like, like a pimp smack at a hole. Like, yes, sir. Like, Thank shit. you, ma'am. But no thanks. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. But the, the the big news to come out of two hundred five live was the the cruiserweights finally got a match that made the audience pop. Rich they Swan, ha- Rich Swan versus Brian Kendrick for the Cruiserweight Championship. This was awesome, and thank God they had the good sense to put the belt on the most popular Cruiserweight. Yeah, and, is, I, and, and, I, and I feel bad for Brian Kendrick. Feel, Why do you feel Because he, he just got the title, and he just came back to WWE. But you know what? I'm happy for Rich Swan. He deserved it. Even the crowd. I'm happy. I'm happy. The match was good, as always. Yeah. But I was happy that the crowd actually reacted and got popped. Really? Because on Raw, like, there was no fucking reaction for anything that they Nothing. did. Nothing. Nothing. Not a damn thing. If if TJ Perkins sticked his hand up his ass, the, the fans wouldn't even react to that. Oh, that's nasty. When do we beat Mexico? What the fuck was that one? Dude, what the hell? But we don't know. Okay. Refrain from using any sound effects of the Trumpkin. No more Trumpkin. We we don't want to end up like Joey. (laughs) And I will tell you this, and I said it very strongly. I don't think it's going to happen. No, 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 no. I don't think it's going to happen. No, 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 no. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they like me very much. No, nobody likes me. Wait, what? Shut up. No. Delete. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, Frank Giga! Frank- <laughs> what are you doing to this 
show. Oh, yeah. oh Lord, your 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 memes have gained sentience. You're, you're, you're if you're still listening to the show, you're the if, real MVP. If you're listening, if you're still with us by this point, you're the real MVP. Just don't let it happen again. You just you deserve nobody a house and a medal. nobody control. I'm coming here playing the game. I'm here playing the pain. How did you do it? Yeah, I I, I was about to ask the same question. How did you do it? No, Rich, why? How did? Why did you do it? Rich Swan wins the cruiserweight championship with three brutal ass super kicks, and that was awesome. So, and like seeing Rich Swan hold that fucking belt was as I predicted weeks ago on the show. They should have put the belt on Rich Swan, and so they did. It's official. No. WWE listens to this show. Kevin Dunn, you listening to our show? Oh boy. He watches WTF moments on what? <laughs> no. And he listens to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Kevin Dunn. Yes. It's official. That's enough of that. So what do you think the plan should be for the Cruiserweight division going forward? Do you think like they should start um, bringing, bringing in more people, doing things with the guys they've got? Uh, like how many people we... How many people are supposed to be used on the show? Well, let's like, see. Like, like 12, 14? Something like that. You've got the Bollywood boys, but they're a tag team. Yeah. And, and for the love of God, if somebody says a Cruiserweight tag team belt, I'm going to fucking murder you. There's no tag teams. Unless that's where they put the Young Bucks when their contracts expire, which that ain't fucking happening. Yeah, the Young Bucks are never coming to WWE. That is never happening happening at all slight segue but like that does that pretty much does it live but it was a really solid hour of wrestling check it out but like yeah that pretty much does it for 205 live but like yeah. we're gonna talk about some viewer questions very quickly we set up a q a on yeah. the general admission oh. wrestling podcast facebook page and before we close out the show, because it sounds like we're kind of both going off the rails here, this is the weirdest. This is oh, the, we all, oh, we already went off the rails. This was the weirdest goddamn episode in some time, man. Yeah. Stop uh, it. The, yeah. The, the weirdest episode was still the law. I don't know. The law of Bukaki. Still the weirdest episode, bar none. Forget it. Okay. Forget so, it. Oh my god, DJ, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Oh, oh my god. Okay, so this is the episode that officially killed us. Oh, no god. deal. DJ has taken over. No, so, no, 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 no. Please stop. Please, please stop. Yes! Yeah, okay, he'll stop. Ben, okay. Ben, I don't think we... I think we need to stop worrying about Ray Ramunda and start worrying about our very old fucking DJ. No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get on to these viewer questions. Don't worry. This is direct from General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. You can leave your questions down below. And we have two, two viewer questions this week. One comes from listener of the show, Jason. <coughs> One comes from Jason K. Singh, and he asks, very coincidentally, since we talked about Final Battle, Ugh. thoughts on the ROH contracts coming to an end this month and the possibility we may see a surge of Ring of Honor talent signed to WWE. Who are you guys most excited to see signed to WWE? Well, I just happen to have the list of people 
whose contracts are expiring this month, and let's discuss the actual idea of these guys coming to WWE. So I'll just list them off, and you tell me the likelihood of them coming to the... Yeah, you, the you, you'll say the name, and I'll either say yay or nay. Go on. All right. Yes or, yes or no, if people don't understand what I'm talking about. The Bucks of Youth, the Young Bucks. Yes. No. Bobby yes. Fish. Yes. No. Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. yes. Jay Lethal. Yes. Yes. Uh, War Machine, Ray Rowe, and Hanson. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I would say yes because of their size. No. Ken- Kenny King. No. Ooh. No deal. <laughs> no deal. No deal. So I guess that's a no on Kenny King right there. Yeah, because you know what? Forget it. I, I don't know. When I see him, he just reminds me of fucking Cedric Alexander. And that's uh-huh. not because he's black. I'm just saying. And but finally, so? all of them wrestle the fucking same. So. What's wrong with that? And nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. You're practically getting a copy of one of your current stars. So? Fuck you, TJ. Who, yeah. Is that it? Is that all that's the contract? And now, finally, one, the one more. They did say Steve Carino, but he is actually coming to WWE. Yeah, yes. congratulations, Steve Carino. Finally, yes. WWE. Ah! And finally, after that, oh, BJ Whitmer. Nope. No I don't deal. Know who that is. BJ Whitmer, the guy from the decade. No. Who the fuck's the decade? <laughs> The tag team that used to exist at it, 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 he was the dude. Goodbye. Dude, the more you keep talking about it, I'm not gonna know who he is. He was a tag team with. It was a stable with uh, Jimmy Jacobs and uh, Adam Page. Could I speak to the drug dealer of the house, please? <laughs> was that from Jingle All the Way? No deal. No, I don't think that was. No. Now that's yeah. a Christmas movie right there, Jingle yes. All the Way. Yeah. Be prepared for that wherever you go to a supermarket. Yes. Music. Everywhere. Oh God! It already started in my store. We we start we started playing Christmas music last week. Oh no! During Thanksgiving, I was like, "You fucking kidding me!" Bells ringing, ding 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 what a lovely weather for us together with you. Yes. Yes. I hear the bells. All through the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say. If you people wanted me in bed to sing, you just fucking got it. (laughs) You just fucking got it. (laughs) And now, we don't don't sing. Now, from the GAWP jute box, here we have Whole Milk Mike and Avenging Ben coming at you with 10 holiday classics. Here we go. It's. Dashing through the snow. Yes! the fields we go. Yes! Laughing all the way. What did this become fucking karaoke? Next week, we're going to be singing Billy Gunn's theme song. I'm an ass man. <laughs> I love to kiss him. I love to stick him. I love to spank him. Oh, no. Oh yeah! <laughs> Leave me alone. Hang on, we gotta. gotta have some cold don't, here. don't, have cold don't here. do that. I've got something oh, for no. you. Don't I've give me that got crap. something for you. Leave me alone. Stop it! Stop that! <laughs> we will not stop. Oh! We are. If, uh, we are officially broken. Oh!
Oh my god, delete. But yeah, thank you. I'll Jason. fade away. I can classify myself as obsolete. <laughs> okay. Arnold, are you okay? Um, huh? Arnold, are you okay? Yes. <laughs> He's yeah, good. That's, that, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I want to thank one of the guests. So thank you, Jason. <laughs> Matt fell asleep, so we got Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes! Thanks. So thank you, Jason, for submitting a question. Moving on, we have, this is an interesting username. We have Jason Bob 87 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, Sounds like something used for Tinder. <laughs> yeah. How's it going out there, J Another Jason. We have two Jasons tonight, so. No offense, no offense, but. Interesting that name. That caught us off guard. But funny enough, we actually he asked a couple of things tonight, but we did actually he asked so, what are your, so, so wait, let's take them one at a time. What are your thoughts on the second Ring of Honor TV title change in the UK? Okay, that's actually very interesting. Stupid. It was no, stupid. no, 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 no. I'm in two minds about it. I I, I love Will Ospreay and Marty Scroll. I love Marty Scroll. That dude's awesome. Yeah, so if so if people are wondering what the what the fuck we're talking about. During the U in the yeah. UK tour over in Ring of Honor, they'll have they're basically kind of just dark shows, basically. But all of Ring of Honor is like, like, like live events for them. They're, all they do is dark shows, but basically they had Will Ospreay go one on one with Bobby Fish for the TV title, and he won. That was good because that, that was, happened. That, that happened, yes. I think, the day of FIN, so yes. we got the notification. But then yes. I think like the next day he lost it to Marty Scroll. No, no, no. Lost it to Marty Scroll. So that was insane. So as far as my thoughts on it personally, I, I love I love both of this. I both I love both talents, but I don't think it's a wise decision. You kind of don't just give me the crap. Screwed Bobby Fish out of a long title reign, which Ben, they, you know what yes. that reminded me of? The way that WWE treats the U.S. and the Intercontinental titles. The way they just kind of ping pong them around a little bit. Yeah, and you don't know who's going. to... Like the last real television champion. When I think of the ROH television championship, I think of Jay Lethal. Oh, fucker all... held it. Yes. Yeah. Fucker held it for a year. Jesus yeah. Christ. I think he's still the longest reigning Ring of Honor television champion. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. But yeah, moving on from that, most of what uh, Jason Bob asked us here, we already yeah. answered. And, so. and, and DJ, uh, you say the women's title. Yes. Uh, to, to a certain extent. But here we have, he asked us to talk about Fallout from the 205 Live. We already talked about it. Previewing yeah. the final battle card. We already did it. House yeah. of Glory Student Showcase 2. Not a lot to preview there. There's some good-looking uh, matches. Rude Boy, Zach, Riley. Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be there. Teddy Ricochet. Long's going to be there. Ricochet. Teddy yeah. Long's going to be there in a guest spot, which means there's going to be some tag yes! matches. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla. We are going to have ourselves a tag team match. After the game gone, you think you're walking home? No. You're going one-on-one -on -one with The Undertaker. With The Undertaker. Oh, God. It's totally going to do that. And oh, yeah. He, but yeah, not a lot to impact there. It's a student showcase. So a lot of what's going to be at that show is going to be very on the fly, very, very of the day, very on the day of. So it's going to be a surprise card. So come on down. You'll see a bunch of brand new talent make their debuts. Exactly. That's, I, I, that's, where, Mon that's where Monte made his debut, I believe. That's where a lot of people made their – that dude's gone on to crazy good success. He's one of those yeah. over dudes here in New York. Evander James made his debut there, formerly EA James. 
So yeah, looking forward to it. There's going to be a lot of good stuff. So if you're, this will be posted the day of or after, obviously. But yeah, this Saturday, no, it'll be posted in time. So this will be yeah, it'll be posted day like, tomorrow. Yes, yes. So, if you, so we're, we're recording this on a Thursday night, so it might be out Friday morning. Yes. Yeah, so it'll be on a Friday morning. So if you're listening to this on the on your drive to work on Friday, or you're going out on Friday night and you're just listening to this to kill some Who time, is your come daddy? on down to the Ring of Honor Student Showcase at the Elks Lodge on Saturday. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. My apologies. The House of Glory. Sorry, dude. I mix it up sometimes. H O G R O H. It's very easy to mix them up sometimes. One of these. One of these things is not like the other. Stop it! We just pissed off. Don't give me the crap. Angry promoter. Stop that! Well, we just screwed up ever having Brian XL on this show. Hey, Brian. Brooklyn. <laughs> Moving on, we saw you. Um, ben, let me ask you this: Do you, like, would you consider this like their NXT showcase? Yeah, right. Because right. basically, what we're expecting is new faces, new blood to be out there. I'm actually yes. looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it too. Uh, it's going to be a big weekend of wrestling in New York. Obviously, it's going to be final. And our, uh, and, final our, and, our, and our friend in the chat goes, "God damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> also, God damn it, indeed. Ooh, this is a good question. Like. Jason, Bob, throwing a shit ton of good questions last night. We have another one. No, yeah, dude, this dude had a lot of questions tonight. Holy shit! Are you out of your mind? Yeah, we have. Should more NXT live events be on the network, or are we on a content overload? We oh are, no! We yes. are on a no con- more yes. Content, no more no. fucking content yes. Two o five. Yes. No. 205 Live was fucking smashing no. it, but Jesus Christ. Ben, ben what, did he, what did he say exactly? Like NXT live events? Yeah. No. There's a fucking reason why they're called live events. You know, I can be bothered with that. They're special. Shut the fuck up, DJ. Arnold. No. I mean, I, I mean Arnold. No. Yes. <laughs> He's fucker's crazy. Whatever. Okay. Uh, what, what, why should we believe anything Arnold says? He was stupid enough to be in Terminator 5. That is funny. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Can so you move... please be our president, please? Be our president. No! Oh, Fuck. why not? Okay. What the hell were you move. thinking? Are you so out we... of your mind? So, so we have all of these NXT shows. They're special because they come around very rarely, and they're very special. Oh, you want to know why he probably asked us that? Is because Saturday they're going to be recording the Nakamura and Joe match, and they're going to air it on Wednesday. Exactly. No, I think they're airing it for Saturday night, aren't they? No, they're going to, it's no. going to be taped, and then they're going to put it on the NXT show this Wednesday. Correct. Okay, so Cause, I hope because that's what they announced. Like, like in two weeks on NXT. Go on. On Wednesday night, it's going to be Nakamura and Joe from Osaka, Japan. Even though, like, the well, first half the of spot. it is going to be in Florida, which is going to yeah. look weird. But you know All what? Right. By the way, fuck the Florida crowd. Oh, fuck yeah, them. fuck them. Speaking Correct. of NXT, while we're on the subject, two really bad things happened in NXT since the last time we recorded. One, One of these two was even horrible. <laughs> One of these two was an injury. And one of them was the crowd being stupid. The injury, I have all the sympathy in the world for this performer. Listen, accidents happen. Listen, we've made it no secret. Like, we're not the biggest fans of the Authors of Pain on the show, but we ribbed their I would have lied to you. We don't lie, but, like, the funny thing is about the Authors of Pain, they do a fine job in the ring. Oh, DJ, so fucked up. 
Yeah, he hates. I, I hate so <laughs> But yeah. DJ has a vendetta for a certain indie promotion. Unfortunately. What's wrong with that? But first, there's, there's a lot of things wrong with that. What's wrong? So. Jesus Christ! Knock it the fuck off. I'm having a conversation with a fake voice. How about okay. that? I've lost my goddamn mind. Okay. My roommate's looking at me like I'm a fucking freak. <laughs> my mom's looking at me with the same look too. So we're in the same goddamn boat. Jesus Christ. <sighs> so yeah, the, we're talking about NXT news real quick. So unfortunately, yeah. the author. Who who was the wrestler that got hurt? I'm not. I'm blanking on his name. Unfortunately, I believe he's one of like the new rookies, like one of the Anthony rookie rookies. Anthony Bowens. Anthony Bowens. Thank you very much. He's supposed to. Be, he's <laughs> supposed to be. He's like a New York wrestler. Uh, he wrestles for BCW, and unfortunately, during a squash match that he was partaking in with the they paid, he got power bombed onto another fucking guy's head. <laughs> Their heads collided like fucking tether ball pose. No that, deal. That looked like it sucked. What's so, the matter? Our thoughts so, go out to Anthony Bowens. Hope he gets better. What's Hope wrong he, with that? The fact that he's wrong hurt. with that. He's fucking hurt. You so? sensitive dickweed. He, he, he got hurt by Occam and Razor. What's the matter? Occam and Razor. Jesus Christ. We're going to throw we're gonna throw the both of them in the Occam. No, no, it is not true. No, it is not true. No, it is not true. Yes, it is true. No, it is not true. Yes, Trust it is me. true. Trust me. Trust no. me. Shut up. Wait, Jake Trust the Snake me. Roberts? Okay. Oh, you got 22. I got 21. Yeah. I got 21. Okay. Uh, other NXT news. Let's talk. Let this one pissed us both off. Okay. Andrade Cien Almas is wrestling at one of the NXT tapings in Orlando. He's yeah, a heel. Yeah. And Great. then the yes. Florida, the, this is a, he's a heel, but nothing excuses. If you didn't think that the Full Sail University crowd weren't some of the most brain dead, slack jawed, moron idiot douchebags ever, Thank it doesn't you. help the fact they're from fucking Florida, the tomb exactly. of America. Thank you. Now, I'm sorry, wow. but if, if you listen, Whoa. if you listen to, I'm sorry, if you listen to this show and you're from Florida, uh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well. Granted, most of Florida's old people. So. Thank you. Even more, fuck them. I've made no secret. I hate dealing with the old people at my job anyway, so fuck They em. have old people. They have the hot Spanish women. They have them all. What's yeah. wrong with that? But, the, yeah. So they started chanting. DJ chant- fucking goes there like on a monthly basis so he could shut up. They started yes! chanting to I'm this sorry. poor dude, this is why they should build the wall. No. They start chanting, build the wall at him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Like, this is why we build the wall. This is why we build What the fuck? Are you crazy? Full sale. Y'all can fuck off because nobody deserves that. First That's- off, I hope that they fucking edit the, edit the shit out of that. Oh, like, no. That's where they should cut to commercial. That's where they cut to commercial. No! I don't... Uh, see, the thing is, you have to see like how the match went because if it was like... Right in the middle, like where they're doing like their high spots, that, that that's a problem because you can't cut that out. Thank you. They have to right. mute it. They have to mute it, or they have to replace it with something else. Exactly. Jesus, that is that is. I hate to get like political on this show, but that that's just rude. no deal. You hear you have a dude, Andrade Cien Almas. He hasn't. 
they're booking him correctly now. He's a smarmy heel. He's doing a good job. I hear you. Does not deserve that. There are, to be honest, there are really too many heels in NXT. We've talked about this before. Too many. Yeah. Uh, so that so that basically does it for like the NXT news. And finally, the final thing from Jason Bob. This isn't a question, but he just wanted to say it. He said, at the end of his post, he said, "Oh, and Superstars was canceled apparently, which nobody gives a shit about." <laughs> uh, I was Super- about to I was about to say Superstars lasted the length of a fort, but it actually didn't. No, it's lasted like four or five fucking years. Yeah, that shit like was brought back in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. That shit just got seven crazy. years. Seven years. Jesus Christ! But here's the thing: Superstars is a raw like that's where the raw guys seven. go. So I don't know unless main event is now raw and SmackDown, and they're just combining the both of them. Because now with two hundred five being taped before SmackDown, what does this mean? I think main event is moved to Raw. I think. I oh, hope no, that's no, 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 going no, no. on. But yeah, that pretty much does it for the viewer questions. So thank you guys yeah. again for submitting questions. It means a lot. gives us a lot to talk about. As Jim Russell would say, lots to talk about, lots to talk about. By the way, Ben, did you watch the recent episode <laughs> of Lucha Underground? Yes, uh, uh, last night's episode? Well, last couple of weeks because Sexy Star lost the yeah. title to Johnny Mundo, which is smart booking. I'm in two minds about it. I'm sad. I love Sexy Star. I'm sorry that she didn't get a longer run. But I've heard that she's retiring from the wrestling business too. Yeah, she already retired. She already retired to pursue the son of a. This shit was taped like like a half a year and a half ago. (laughs) So yeah, but honestly, Johnny Mundo, he's a really good heel. He's a great worker. So I'm happy to see him finally get the gold. Um, Also, like refer to last night's episode, the fact that Pentagon Jude. Beta got dark. I'm sorry. No, he's no longer junior. Got beat the fuck out of by Asian women. No, no ninjas. He got their shit kicked out of by ninjas. Apparently, I need to see this. I haven't seen last night's episode yet. All right. What are you talking about? It was so stupid. He was breaking women's arms. Like I'm fine with the whole man versus women thing, but last night it just took it went a little too far. Oh no! It's a why. That's the that's the that's the gambit you run when you do a lot of intergen, intergender wrestling. Some of it's gonna click, some of it isn't gonna click. Some of it's gonna feel yeah. weird. But what yeah, are you talking despite, about? Uh, yeah, this was a pretty. This is gonna be a pretty weird weekend in terms of wrestling. We have Final Battle, the Ring of Honor, and the uh, House of Glory Student Showcase. Why do fuck I fuck it, it? Fuck it! It's Ring of Honor. It's, it's a the, Ring I'm of sorry. Honor Showcase. It's the Ring of Honor Student Showcase. Everybody, come yes! on down. Yes. That was the House yes! of Glory student showcase. It's going to be great. Come wait, wait, wait. What? What's House of Glory? No, it's Ring of Honor. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, we're going to piss off so many people with that one. But regardless. We're joking. Like, what the you know, fuck? At this, at this point, if you're actively going to get pissed off at us for you saying. You can be bothered with that. Equivalent of jokes. What podcast are you listening to? I man? mean, for the love of fucking sake, me, Ben, and the DJ got pissed off at like other people making fun of our show. And we yeah. got over it like, like, just like that. Yeah, we're not going to name names, but we... Shout out to TRSS. <laughs> okay, so we are naming names. Shout out to the regular season sports cast. Thanks. If, for and if, if Jay hears this and we think we're bashing him, we're not. We are we not bashing. Because it's, it's a war we can't win. <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. Yeah, true. true. No! <laughs> Fuck, the guy is already up to like... He, he's almost up to 70. We're up to 11. Eleven? Eleven. Eleven what? It doesn't matter. Episode. I don't care.
Yeah. <laughs> dude yeah. does it. Do, they, they do unboxing videos on their channel. I have to check it out. I do have to check it out. Shout out to the TRSS. There. And shout out to, since we mentioned them earlier, shout out to uh, uh, the uh, Choked Out Radio with our buddy Jim Russell. Thanks again, Jim, for being on the show. Check him out. <laughs> Boxing ring. Boxing ring. Shout out to Lo- What's shout wrong? out to Mr. Lorenz Dean. We boxing. need to have him on the show. We need to have him talk about the fucking boxing. Tonight. Ring. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> no, we, we don't have Lorenz Dean tonight, but we will but have wait, But we, what we do have tonight is Oh, we big, had an interview. As I said two weeks ago, two weeks ago, unfortunately, since we're off for the holiday, I was able, by all divine intervention, at the end of the night, and he was a good sport, even though it was tired, it was late at night, we all wanted to go home, he stuck it out and he gave me six or seven minutes of a really quality interview. So before we, before we close it out tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to leave you with the interview that I conducted with the House of Glory Crown Jewel champion, Cash Flow, Ken Broadway, and his buddy Matt Travis, who stayed around for the uh, for the interview, which was great. So, if when we close out the show, we're going to have that interview ready to go for you guys. So, I hope you enjoy it. As for future interviews, uh, where some things are in the works right now, I am actually negotiating with another House of Glory talent to potentially interview at the student showcase so nothing is written in stone just yet if i get it at the student showcase i get then it we, then we get it if we don't what can we do we so things are on the table so but trust me when we get it you'll the we'll post it on the page and you guys will be the first to know yep so as far as that goes i think that wraps up a truly bizarre episode of the general admission wrestling podcast what do you have to say to this one mike it was really fun. But God damn it, that was a weird one. Uh, thank you, Matt, for being on the show, despite the fact you passed out on us. Uh, Smoke weed you. every day. Thank you, everybody. Who no, sent he was not doing drugs. He wasn't doing drugs. Wasn't doing no drugs. But thank you for everybody who sent in a viewer question, and thank you guys so much for coming back for another episode. Again, sorry we were gone last week, but it was the holidays. We wanted to be with our familias, which was great. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you guys again, and once again, you thank can you. follow us on the General Admission Wrestling uh, Podcast Facebook page, our Twitter, and our Instagram at the GAWP Podcast, and you can follow us on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play, and what else are we on? I forget. <coughs> and Podcastic. My apologies. That's our new Maple form. Bean. We are not on MapleBean.com. Yes. yes. We're not on MapleBean.com. Yes. Yet. Yet. So once again, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and Podtastic. Find us on all those formats and give us a listen with the General Mission Wrestling Podcast. Once again, I <clears throat> I am Avenging Ben. And drink your milk because it's whole milk Mike. And we're going to leave you guys with the interview with Cash Flow, Ken Broadway. But you guys have a sick fucking night. Stay warm out there. It's cold as fuck here in New York. But it's all, but the party's always raging hot and long here at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. You guys have a good one. And if it don't make dollars, then it don't, don't make, make sense. Get to the chopper!
This is the self-made savage cash flow, Kembroe. And this is MBK Murder by Kicks, Matt Travis. And you're listening to the best podcast around the General Mission Podcast. Nice. Avenging Ben coming to you live from the Elks Lodge at Future is now wrestling. The show has just wrapped up, and the future, ladies and gentlemen, is the key word here because I am here with quite possibly the hottest property here in the New York wrestling scene. He is the current House of Glory Crown Jewel champion. He is, there is nowhere else to go but up for this man. I am here with Cash Flow Ken Broadway. How you doing, man? I'm doing real good. You know, it's a self-made savage, the millionaire killionaire. I just got done whooping Matt Tremont's ass at his own game. And I'm taking all the challenges, stepping into 2017. Can't wait to see what the future holds for you, man. So just want to ask you a few basic questions. You are a UFC fan just as much as you are a wrestling fan, right? Most definitely. What did you think of UFC 205? Did, in your eyes, did it deliver? Um, it definitely delivered in my eyes. Um, Conor McGregor is one of the best fighters in the world. You know, he, he kind of reminds me of, of myself in a way, you know. You know, us champions, you know, around here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be real, real soon. I mean, Cashflow Kimbrough has two belts around his waist in House of Glory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to apologize to absolutely nobody. Absolutely nobody. All right. We have a question on the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page from Jason K. Singh. Why haven't you gone to any Ring of Honor tryouts yet? You would hit that shit out of the park. Trials. I mean, a guy like me, I don't need no trials, man. You, you see who I am. They could just call me. They, they, they know my number. Call me when they need me. They know the number. Call me, you know. Main event, final battle on the debut show. That's, that's how I do things around here. I do it big, you know. So, and, and we got, I got my bro over here, Matt, Matt Travis, you know, MBK. He came to show love, show some support. Yeah, came to support my day one, man. See him whooping these people's asses and all that, man. Just making sure he good. I got his back always, man. Of course, it's loyalty over royalty, man. All right, another question. So, you are the king of ghetto strong style, correct? Exactly. It's not a moniker. It's who I am, you know. It's a way of life. I was born that way. It's a lifestyle. We're from the ghetto, and what we do, strong style. We whip anybody out. So, with that in mind, who would you say have been your biggest influences in terms of your entering style? Like, who did you watch growing up and you thought, I want to wrestle like that guy? Growing up, who I want to wrestle? Um, it's always it's been a couple of guys... Uh, you know, just name a few like Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, um, but not, but, but that doesn't matter. Nowadays, I always watch my own tapes. You know, I, I watch Ken Broway matches. You know, it's on YouTube. You see it. Ken Broway, Zack Saber Jr. Ken Broway versus Tony Nese. Ken Broway versus JT Dunn. Coming soon, Ken Broway versus Anthony Gangon. I could go on and on, but you already get my drift. All right. I, I might just come out with a, a best of volume series of cash flow, Ken Broy, and I'm sure it's going to sell out in, in the hundreds, maybe thousands. I'd buy, I'd buy that. So I got to ask you, what do you personally feel has been the best match of your career so far? Like, you look back and say, that's the highlight so far. Clearly, you can go further and top it, but so far, what's the highlight for you? Obviously, Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, the guy just came off of a... Of uh, the WWE Cruiserweight Classic, and uh, I just made it look too easy. Um, December third coming up, I actually have a guy who, who performed here tonight, uh, Rude Boy Riley, and uh, I'm gonna do the exact same thing to him, and I'm just gonna keep putting on match of the night performances, cause that's what Ken Broway does. I mean, come on. 
All right, man. Just one, two, one or two more questions. I gotta ask, what's it like learning and performing at the House of Glory Wrestling School? Is that is it a good learning environment? What's it like learning under Amazing Red, Brian XL? Is it a good learning environment? Do you recommend it for anybody looking to break into the business? Um, most definitely. That's the spot to be if you want to be a become a professional wrestler. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. Originally, I was gonna go to uh, Johnny Rods. Or, uh, was it a WUW or whatever? But, you know, at the time, I was hustling, you know, stopping, you know, doing my thing. And I decided to jump, jump ship to House of Glory Wrestling. And I've, I've haven't had a regret ever since, you know. I'm their top guy there. Amazing Red Brian Cell. They definitely look out, you know. We're, we're a family over there. And uh, it's nothing but up for all of us at House of Glory Wrestling. We're doing big things in 2017. All right. Speaking of House of Glory, just one sort of question for my own personal amusement. Why is so hard on Leroy, man? Why you gotta be so hard on Leroy? Everybody seems to like him. Listen, listen, listen. He needs to know his role and just be exactly what he is, and that's a young boy. Carry my bags, wash my gear, make my food, do my laundry, yada, yada, yada. You know? I mean, he's won two matches. The, 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 rest of, the rest of cash flow ain't there gone. He's the only one that's been with me. But, I, I, you know, to be honest, I don't like how he's been acting the past couple of months. You know, I got to keep him, keep him in his place time, time and time again. You know, he's, he won two matches and he thinks he's the man. He thinks he's, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's accomplishing. He's impressing me. Well, he's not impressive at all. He has he impressing nobody, to be honest with you. You just need to stay in his place, be a young boy, carry my bag to the car, get the bathtub ready, get this girl for this date for me. And that's exactly. it. You need that. That's all you need to do. Exactly. Enough, enough said. All right, thank you so much, Ken. I have only one more question for you. What do you see in the future for Cash Flow, Ken Broadway? Nothing but greatness, man. I mean, the future and the present, I see nothing but greatness for Cash Flow, Ken Broadway. In 2017, going further, all of that. Um, and if you if you denying anything I'm saying right now, if you think, if you have any doubts about what I'm saying right now, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at CashflowKB, at CashflowKB, <clears throat> Facebook Ken Broadway, and, and, and follow me. Follow me. You know, the, you just seen what I posted earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a quote sex the, from sex I'm, from Stanford, Connecticut, I'm right? Quote, I'm a quote the great Al Pacino. The world is ours, Chico, and everything in it. And if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Cashflow Ken Broadway with me, Avenging Ben, here at the historic Queensboro Elks Lodge. This has been the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. I will see you guys next time. Squad. Squad. Cash Flow RNC. Cash Flow RNC. Cash Flow RNC. Cash Flow. RNC. How about that time? I'm a big deal, you other dudes are small time I'm about my racks, I'm about my stacks, yes I'm about mine You suckers ain't getting none, you suckers just better run See my money wait a time, my team already